The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. Welcome to... Ali, can I... (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Driving While Awesome. He's a very important man. I'm Lane. This is Ali. And I'm Nick. Uh, this is part of the Haggerty Podcast Network. Um, so, Nick, we're going to bring energy. Yeah, we're, we're bringing talk, energy and into the mic. Talk into the mic. And uh, lemon-flavored lemon snack which, pies. Which mic are you on over there? Four. Okay. I Four? Crank that Do you need to? Just a little bit. I'm all over the place, man. I had a couple of drinks, like the podcast prior to this one. I feel like I was really loud. And then... Well, I remember the last time I was on with Nick, uh, he wouldn't stop talking. Oh, that was a long time ago. But that no. was, I think, the drinks. That was the drinks episode. <laughs> but then I think <laughs> the last one with Art and Nick and I, he was he was a little timid, a little quiet. Oh, really? Yeah, really? I think it I has said, a, a said, lot. Said, That's a great story, but you don't need to whisper about I it. I think it has a lot to do with my <laughs> blood alcohol content, I'll be honest. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think it's... All right. <clears throat> well, welcome. Uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Ollie brought treats. I'm happy to uh, I hardly think track. this is like more like a treat for a dog. Yeah, literally. I stopped at 7-Eleven to get a bottle of water. And these inspired me at the mm. register. Uh-huh. Impulse it's a, purchase? It's they're, like, they're like home run pies. Did anyone here partake in yeah. home run pies yeah, in junior those. high? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They were wax popular. Paper. I think they were 25 yeah, with cents. The, like wax we were paper. No. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were like so. 25 cents. Wow. 20, maybe you're right. I think so. Do you remember cents? the price point on these bad boys, Ollie? $40. <laughs> I don't even look. So nice. these are, I have an ap- lot- apple mm. snack pie. And <laughs> It expires tomorrow. I'm, su- <laughs> I'm surprised they're actually all expire high. tomorrow. Like that's maybe so that's why they were shouldn't these register? never expire? Or is that I don't know? That's terrifying. Or is this dude. a born on date? Is tomorrow? that a production <laughs> date? Yeah. Ollie, when's the last time you looked at prices at the store? Ooh, depends on for what. Like a uh, grocery store, other than like high end, you know, liquor, or wine, or something. I don't. Buy high-end liquor or wine or cheap liquor. Or so wine. get back to the question. Uh, he only buys Mike's Hard avoiding. Lemonade. I do look at like meat prices. Uh huh. Big meat guy. Um, you know, ribeye or whatever, whatever the cut is. So what's the price lately? I mean, it depends no on. Idea. It's like eighteen dollars, eighteen ninety nine a pound for yeah. dry aged ribeye from Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels it feels cheap for a dry aged ribeye. Yeah, <laughs> prime ribeye. Uh, from Costco's, usually around twenty dollars a pound. But other than that, as you slyly open your pie box, <laughs> um, I have no idea. I mean, yeah, I, okay, eggs are around the eggs that we buy. Dude, the, they're like eight dollars now, right? Yeah, the Vital Farm eggs are generally seven to eight dollars a yeah a ga- a per egg gallon. a gallon of eggs. <laughs> yeah, a dozen. Yeah. Are um, you eating? Are you drinking pig milk these days? No, no, it's just primarily no milk. Go straight no from milk. milk. I mean, not really. Unless nope. I'm having a bowl of cereal or something. Possum milk. It's hard to get, but it's yeah, it's good too. Okay. I'm just checking in. Santa Cruz yeah. has a lot of possums. So That's true. Yeah. You're milking them yourself. They come to Morning Motors <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and when this comes out, Morning Motors will have already passed. Uh, true oh, true. That. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's be a nice day, though. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Oh, you like know what? We, we had El, El Chewy food truck there, I think. Oh. oh. I Did you line that up? Plead. I'm pretty sure they were there. Please be there. Yeah. Okay. What about the coffee situation? Eh, I don't know about that one yet. Alta didn't get back to me. Yet. I Alta coffee. Make it. I went skiing. What did you just say? Sorry. You can Ooh. do. Can I, we... went, I went skiing. 
<laughs> you, I mean, you guys are all talking in the ski future. Shit, dude. I'm not going skiing. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not going skiing. What are you doing? Uh, I'm taking my family skiing so I could have about four hours of alone time in the car while they ski. Did the Mexican car? You just no. said the car? I mean, in the cabin. You got to be one House? of those lodge dads with like no, the no, setup this, looking this out the window this, all lonely. Yeah. So this time we're actually driving to my brother-in-law's house in Davis and then doing Ugh. a day trip up to the ski resort and Ugh. back. Ugh. And then I'll probably Ugh. just be hanging out in the lodge. You going to Tahoe? Uh, Sugar Bowl. Okay. So it's yeah. not it's, it's not Tahoe. that far. It's it's trucky technically. Yeah. It's kind of the Modern. we're having an insane winter for the listeners, the viewers, and uh one of the cruel uh situations that's going on is that there's more snow than ever and yet you can't you can't get, get there to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yosemite is still shut down. I think it's very limited op- open very uh, limited okay. areas. Okay. I think it's actually complete still indefinitely shut down because a couple of roads just eroded away. Roads? Roads. Okay. Well, then in Tahoe they have like uh, the Safeway or something is red tagged because of the snow on the roof. Yeah, I and saw that. Yeah. So on I the south side, I think you have trouble getting to the store based on road conditions and snow. <laughs> but you can get to the store. You just can't go in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can go into the store, well, but the roof might collapse. That, one in the joke book, dude. <clears throat> that wasn't a joke. That was real, dude. Facts. Real life. Mm-hmm. Tax. I said facts, uh, oh, big facts. facts. So I was looking at these. These these are pretty cool. They're only 400 calories each. <laughs> <laughs> 390. Yeah. Uh, 400 for the uh, 45% of your daily saturated fat. I mean, that could be more. Six, By the way, 60% apples, of the sugar. apples in here. Um, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Real tocopherols. Good job. Um, 7-Eleven brand anything. I haven't been to 7-Eleven in a long time. They've been pushing their uh, car It's uh, pretty scene. good. I just had a little dude. The car. I so I went to buy a bunch of that stuff the other day. Why? Because it's rad, dude. You see the one with the like A eighty six in the parking lot or whatever. It's pretty dope, dude. This is the most CRX SI. Yeah, CRX SI. That's what it was. This is the most unlane. What? Isn't there a seven Japanese cars at a Seven Eleven? It's so cool, dude. It's (laughs) Seven Eleven. It's such a weird scene that it's super cool. I I know. I think it's big in Japan that this is a place to hang out and. 7-Eleven? Yeah, cool and they have like a stuff. Sh- huh. and they have like a shift knob pattern. It says 7-Eleven car club and they make little Yeah. Dude, wow. All right. Dope, dude. Should like the announce that this is epoxy shift potentially shift. camping while awesome on driving while awesome. Yeah, sure, dude. Driving. What, are you going to are you going to start recording camping while awesome again? Driving while camping Maybe. while awesome? We're thinking about We're waiting. It. Yeah. Yeah. We're thinking with about bated it. breath. The balls in your court. Should we talk about what? Some some innovations that the you know, spring's coming. Yes. I uh, can I before you get to yours? Yeah, because you <laughs> you guys have a format here. Well, not really, but I had uh, I had finish. one on the way over here that um, I'm going to run it by you. Okay, okay. by Nick and oh, Nick, okay. both of you. All right, not now you're out. But um, okay. I'm out. But think about it before you answer. I don't want this Ali like just you know where he's like. I've already got an answer. You're fired. <laughs> like that's all he says every time. God no. Um, so <clears throat> camper shell. Standard truck cap, they call them. Mm. Which okay. I don't. I don't like that. I call them camper shells. People like a nice clean leer top. Or leer, like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Leer. Okay. Simple, right? Flat roof, not a big extended tall thing. Does a decent job of following body lines. Totally fine. Yep. But this one, the roof opens, either in a uh, like opens like that or it folds to allow you to walk into the back of the truck to load bicycles, refrigerators. So it's a convertible camper shell. 
He's thinking. Lane has no thoughts. I have tons of thoughts. <laughs> right. All I picture is it leaking a lot. Refrigerators? You're going to use like yep. fabric. So you can still use it as a truck. It's a hard top. So you're saying so you can still use it as a truck if you want to. You can use it as a camper shell all the time. But you can also use it as a truck sometimes because you could put tall stuff. Exactly. Mm. You can do a dump run. You I mean, could, it's, you not, could, it's not the dumbest idea you've ever had. Thanks, man. Oh, you mean it just like flips to just be- the roof would be able to open and maybe go to, on its sides. And oh, so now yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. Now the top has okay. no top. Are yeah. you describing yeah. a product that exists or a, 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 something it's a that you've imagined? If, it, if, if it's not We'll file heavy. a patent, dude. We're doing this right now. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right, let's work on that. Anyways, yeah. that's, that was on my way over here. I thought about that because I want a camper shell, but there are times where I want to be able to walk in the back of the truck to load things or I don't know. I just want the, the ability to do that. And once you put a camper shell on, if you wanted to put like, let's say you're moving washer and dryer. You're then on your knees, pushing that thing in. You're 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 like the only challenge is that you need a rear bulkhead. You you can't yeah, but right? that's okay. And you kind of still have to like get under the rear bulkhead to get up and and into the thing. Oh, you're saying to tie in the back where the well, you need you need a front hoop and a rear hoop. Right, right. So right? maybe Otherwise that's like it a just becomes like it's just a, a, dis- a floppy mess. Floppy. Maybe it's a, something you could disconnect and reconnect. Mm. that's also possible but you have to so the closest an analogy that i could think of is the uh the racket truck racks yeah with the removable rear bar mm-hmm. the only reason they can remove the rear bar like that is because the rest of the rack has like the super steel structure sturdy. yeah right but anything less than something like that would be super wobbly and they don't even recommend that you they, they don't want you to load the rack up without that bar yeah, in right place. right so maybe it is a bar that comes in and out just for those times yeah, oh, is this something to noodle on? But mm. then, I mean, at that point, why? Who's that uh, Aluma cab or whatever that makes that really yep. nice modular top? Mm-hmm. They should just make it with like two removable panels on the roof. Yeah, right. Where you yep. just like unclip them, and then they have a place to store. Yep. They don't have to fold. It'll be kind of just as as just Sarga to, style to yeah. put them somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. a good okay. idea. Okay. Get uh, Aluma cab. Bring it on over. I'll get the saws all out. We'll make perfect. It yeah, yeah. Just cut that thing out. No problem. Easy peasy. So yeah. I want a little more tartness in my apple pie. But oh, now's the time for the snack pie review? No, it's not time. Oh, it's always time. Can I try that lemon? <laughs> yeah, thing? dude, go for it. Breast- you want to try the apple? No, I'm good. I've had the apple before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you dabbled? Okay. You've dabbled with these before? Not I've as fresh right now. You know, I these think the last... just like home run pies, the, the old last, school ones. I bet uh, you it is probably. The last time we went to Tahoe it. a few weeks ago... And we got snowed in. Uh-huh. The one time I had a chance to go somewhere was that little 7-Eleven over there by, uh, I and forgot, north, it, north side somewhere. And you just went hard pies. <laughs> well, no. My wife sent me to get some stuff, and she was like, get some snacks, too. Yeah, like healthy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know? No, she didn't ask for anything healthy. <laughs> There's actually not really any tartness in the lemon, either. <laughs> yeah. well, you, you expect it to be the sweet lemon. Yeah, it's just all sugar. It's more of a Meyer lemon. lemon. I expected so. a little bit of tartness, actually. Well, you expected. Too much your from your pies. Are too high. Yeah, curb your expectations. All right, so uh, you didn't just bring these pies, to, dude. Look at Lane. What a just <laughs> son of a gun. Um, what else you got? Uh, Some gadgets I saw. Wait a second. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right, here. So I brought a All few right. things. I brought Lane. a few things. Uh, Ali is pulling 
some contraptions. Looks like a fishing rod. I'm going to pull them out in progression of, I would say, level <laughs> oh of impressiveness God. or, or <laughs> how, how impressed I was when I oh, first I deployed it. Okay. Yeah, we'll be the mm. first one is made by a company. I think all of these are made by Firebugs. Terrible name. U-G-G-Z. Two not, G's and a Z. Uh, just for, I would just say that these guys are on the, the the very tip of innovation when it comes to s'mores technology. They're like the Taco Bell of s'mores. I have four s'more of these relatively mundane and interesting looking s'mores sticks. Lane, you've already played with this. Okay. Yep. I played. But but the premise here is that as you rotate this, the s'more rotates on its own, so you don't have you get like full coverage. Mm-hmm. So first, of, first thing I'm seeing roasting. here, yeah, you and got, it's all really nicely done, sturdy stainless steel. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wood handle. Wood handle. Telescoping. Real wood handle. Multiple colors. Family four pack. So this Maybe. is uh, for you, those of you listening. This is a uh, <laughs> like your s'more rod or whatever you would call it. Um, Stick. And it has this little. It's like know. a pivoting head. Yeah. It's also telescoping like an mm-hmm. antenna. Yes. Which is good. And this pivoting head kind of over centers itself every time you rotate it. And as a result, it gives this, the marshmallow 360 spherical degrees <laughs> <laughs> of access to the fire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, in theory, you're if you have it just on a stick straight on the end, you're mm-hmm. spinning it. Yeah, absolutely. But this one you can do two. Yeah, so okay. this is you, you're doubling it's, your marshmallow. It's just a fancy capacity. But I, yeah. This is just a teaser. This is not the important. Well, you can also okay. get the ends too. So yeah, the one ends, end, one. not yeah. really. You'd have to go like. Yeah, this gets the ends because yeah, sometimes because it's on the side. Yeah. Because yeah, the yeah. fire is not below. It's oftentimes the. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're explaining the fire to me. <laughs> can, you, can we get a diagram? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, if the fire's here and your right. stick's here, you're Next putting one. it... Next one. The end. Next one. Okay. This one is in the shape of a fishing pole. Yes. Like straight up. Yeah, that, okay. one, was per- okay. that okay. one was perplexing so to me. This is so this one also, a- keep in mind, you can do shrimp, you can do hot dogs, you can do <laughs> shrimp. All kinds. Gross. It's in the so ad. The cool thing you could- about this is that you get it right in the center of the fire. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not very long. I'll yeah, say it's that. all right. It's but all the right. It's a manageable doesn't telescope. campfire. Yeah. But the manageable the, campfire. So how so the one trick is to figure out how to get your marshmallow rotated. Yeah. You just jib it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ali is Try it out. Uh, for the listeners. Oh, uh, Ali's Lord. flicking his jib. It's a flick of the wrists. <laughs> Oh, it does work. You're pretty good at it. Yeah. First try. Lefty, too. Um, yeah, wow. It's not very long, but I do like the idea <laughs> of a... Uh, but it hangs low. Bit of a it short boy. And so why do you have two barbs on one side and one on the other? Well, you do shrimp on one side, yeah, marshmallows on the other. It just depends on what you're on doing. On the barbie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not as impressed by this, but yep. Whoa. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Pretty fun. It's pretty I cool. thought that one was pretty high quality. Yeah, also the, qu- the quality on both of these so far... Well, is this, really great. Is this a firebugs situation? These are both firebugs. So the next one I'm going to show you is definitely not firebugs quality, but it probably has <laughs> the best idea. I would argue Concept? worst worst execution. Okay. Of a great idea. Okay. <laughs> Telescoping. <laughs> <laughs> rotating handle. I don't oh see man, this. with a worm. This is amazing. There's this a is, worm gear in so that bad boy. For, for the listeners, it looks like a fishing pole and a, and a rod, but 
the 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 rod <laughs> twists said prongs yeah. and it telescopes and it does telescope. That's and it is the cheapest of all of them at like three dollars. So what's your problem with this? Wow, is this Alibaba or kind of like plasticky? Amazon plasticky. I mean, it's basically almost one-time use. Oh, I don't know about that. You think so? I mean, it depends on how careful you are. <laughs> I mean, why did they make it this shape? It's so well, weird. exactly. It's not something I'm happy <laughs> it's about. It's not ergonomic. <laughs> we need to. Uh, yeah, we need everything a about stick. it is just horrible, except for that little gear and every. Every part of me is tempted to just take it apart and 3D print a new, nicer <laughs> assembly Don't for it. Don't bother, dude. This thing's rad. Yeah, I think that one's my favorite. Maybe Lane's favorite as well. The other ones are cool, but they're pretty gimmicky. I like the yeah. little jig one. I like the. I like the jib pole. one. I would definitely take the jib, the jib one, and just try it I out. I just guarantee, you, like my, I would do it. I'd be like, check it out, and then everything would fall yeah, into yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah. This one is also the yeah, most zero chance gentle that doesn't to happen. the mushroom uh, to, mushroom. <laughs> to, to the the mushrooms. You can also roast mushrooms. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's almost like a hot dog situation. How you got and by the way, note the really well executed mm. gear ratio. Yeah, no, I was gonna it's say pretty it's pretty nice. nice. I don't think you could put anything more than a marshmallow on that weight wise. Like look at how chintzy yeah. that connection is to that. Yeah, it's definitely hard. I would say the the cheapest and and you know, perhaps one of these days I'll get bored enough to make a high quality version i think i'm, I'm trying to figure fun? out what the ratio is here well what do you what do you want i just i just noticed that nick got a mill oh no nice dude yeah it's been here for some time and so, still uh, still hasn't been trimmed in what i think <laughs> you should do is with that thing is just bring it out super nonchalant yeah Not, like, don't in even front of that. an audience yeah yeah, yeah okay exactly yeah. but Basically, like you've always had that, and that's the only way you know how to roast marshmallows is with this little contraption, and and just bring it out. That's that's the wow factor, I think. With well, that. I think the real, real casual. wow factor is to make make a nice one that's like kind of durable and like. I mean, yeah, you can get you know fishing gear gets very expensive, you know, if you want to go with like I, legit. I would not. I would literally just take a little worm gear. I would three D print a worm <laughs> gear assembly to a handle and then attach it to a steel. You should go with like a real deal. I have another idea with something like this. We'll talk off air. It's too good for the podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't, wait a you're second. concerned about the IP? Yeah, yeah. It's not camping related. What if we combine these two? That's not bad. Oh, that's nice. That's not yeah, bad. The first little like kind of whatever, real good build quality. Mm -hmm. and then I oh, basically build. But then you don't have to rotate it yourself. Gear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the trick. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. right. I still don't know about the flipping. Flipper, flipper guy. Oh, the the fishing flip, pole flip one. Flack, yeah, I mean they're all like fishing poles, but yeah, yeah. it's nice. Anyways, that was that segment. <laughs> that was that segment. <laughs> it's good actually. Thank like, you. Thank the, you. A Ellie. gadget. Oh, oh, I feel like oh. a gadget segment might be yeah, missing. Yeah. You know. That was nice. That was very nice. Um, <laughs> should we answer questions? Some more tech reviews with Ali. <laughs> you could have at least branded it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you have any like um? Your the CWA five minute or something? Oh yeah, Ali's. Camping, camping awesome. Yeah. Um, are you guys down to answer some questions? Yeah, let's go for it. Right, let's do it. Um, Ditto's dad says, have dates for Sierra Range Rally been set? And then Ryan Reddy said, guessing with the crazy snowpack and damaged roads, it's going to be a while. You are correct. Ding, ding, ding. Well, I think we can safely do something late in the summer, but what roads are going to look like is the big question. Um yeah, Ali, are you checking the roads right now? I'm not checking the roads right now. <laughs> okay, I'll just wait till you're finished. You're finished. Okay, good. Um, 
but we'd like to get something set, like a save the date, and then we can uh, see whatever's available. So we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh-huh. Okay. A save the date. Save the date. Save the date. Save the date. Listeners, save as a uh, as a <clears throat> listener on the podcast. Listeners, as the listener. I will say, chime in if you want a hub and spoke rally from the Yosemite area. <laughs> you get out of here. Oh, wow. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, there's the roads, the, the roads. Ads. They're yeah. amazing, <laughs> but they're, they're not <laughs> yes. good right now. Not, not right now. Them. I'm talking about when we do in the future. Rally. Yes, yes. Okay. Thank and you. such Thank as you. is. Thank you, Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, SB expert says, Ali, how's the electric trailer biz going? What is your main push for recreational trailers or commercial trailers? Go to the website range.energy. Oh Jesus! Uh, so. Yes, range.energy is our website, and um, we originally started off thinking a lot about recreational trailers, boat trailers, campers, RVs, race car trailers, all of that stuff, and, and knowing that it could help folks like like me with, with electric trucks, you know, Rivians and Lightnings. Um, but really, really quickly, we saw how important this technology is to commercial trucking, and we looked immediately... To find out what sector in commercial trucking this technology would have the biggest kind of um, greenhouse gas reduction impact. And it was very clearly class eight uh, trucking. That's big semi-truck trailers. Big 18-wheelers, the biggest ones on the road. And uh, and so we're pointed in that direction very, very specifically right now, uh, developing a new version of an 18-wheel trailer, which is specifically called a 53 foot dry van and uh it'll be powered it'll be propelled it'll do a lot of really cool things um first indications are showing that we're between 40 and 50 better 40 and 50 percent better fuel economy just by hooking up to our trailers for an existing diesel tractor so it's it's hopefully going to be a big deal and, and hopefully we can we can scale it up and get it to everybody and then that pays for the fun stuff Yes, and we can do uh, and and Project Car Update. We got a we got a twenty twenty two three twenty twenty three Freightliner Cascadia. That's right. Oh, the Cascadias Sleeper. are the best. Sleeper, yeah. Sleeper. I love the Cascadia with the ball white. Yeah, with that grill. Yeah, we're doing the yeah. full like. I've never seen one. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, the I probably, they are the best all, looking. I probably have. First of all, it's remember. a Daimler product. Oh, Freightliner. Mm-hmm. Freightliner. Yeah, right. Because they and made those Sprinter vans for a minute. Like yeah. there was a weird cross. They were yeah. branded. Yeah. Freightliner. Yeah. Because they, they came through uh, Daimler Trucking, which was only right. Freightliner at right, that right. time. But um, yeah, brand new Freightliner Cascadia. We went to look for a day cab and realized that there's that's nothing kinda, available. Do they have a Targa or anything? No. <laughs> day cab is the one that's basically no sleeper in the back. It's mm-hmm. the kind of shorter one. Yep. Um, and after looking for a couple of weeks, I found two brand new Cascadias in Florida. Um, I called the deal- one dealership and they said, yes, it's available. And I called the second dealership and he said, the guy, the guy before you just bought it from you or from me. So no, it's not available anymore. Then I called the first dealership back and we got that first one. We bought the last Freightliner Cascadia that we could find in the United States. I'm sure there Dang. are others now. Look at this happy jerk off driving it. Yeah. And uh, the big dilemma I have that's is a that, day like, cab? It's, no, that's, no, that's a, a no, full That's the sleeper. Oh, that's a full sleeper. <laughs> oh, I see. You were trying to find a day we cab. We were trying to find a day cab. The only thing we could find was a full sleeper. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Which is kind of fun. Now you got a nest. Go back there and take yeah, a little nap. Right. Dude. That's yeah. where Simon we're, is we're now. Filling, you know, yeah. We're filling it. We're filling it with test equipment and, and we're instrumenting the, the freight liner and putting fuel flow meters and a whole bunch of other instrumentation on the on the tractor so that we can quantify directly what the trailer is doing, um, both good and bad. Uh, but yeah, that that was uh, it was really really interesting buying it because it was probably the funnest large vehicle I could ever imagine buying. But then I can't even drive it because yeah. you need to have a commercial driver's license. And um, so I've driven it around the parking lot and done laps in the parking lot at least I don't know ten times. Uh, but hopefully someday I'll get my commercial license. Dude, that is uh, so they're automatics now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's actually so Lane. I was telling Lane. It's almost like a first-gen... Like E-Gear or something. Yeah, it's almost like if you put the first-gen SMG in a 7 Series, where you kind of, like, softened everything up Mm -hmm. so that it shifts really kind of slow and, like, kind of elegantly. Yeah, yeah. But they... they I mean, the nice thing is that the industry is pretty (laughs) honest with themselves, and they call it an automated manual. Right. So Um, it's just a robot shifting the smart car style. Exactly. Uh, How many speeds? Because the manuals were, like... This one like is 18 I think they still, yeah, it's still the same, same gear set, probably. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just a, um, you're in like six robo shifter. Yeah, I mean, miles an hour. in the parking lot, literally, like, I'll, I'll pull away from the parking spot to move the tra- the tractor. And by the time it gets to like one or two miles an hour, it's in second gear. Yeah. That's crazy. And so with that, you also got a trailer. Yeah. We have, so now we have two 53 foot Great Dane champion. CP, CP stands for composite panel. Heck yeah. Uh, um, 53 foot trailers. Uh, both of them will be electrified uh, by the end of the year. And the first one's actually going to be electric and on the ground in. Within a month. With our own powertrain and, and all of that stuff uh, within a month. And we will, um, uh, in May, we're going to be taking it down to this big kind of commercial trucking. Uh, they call it the Advanced Clean Technologies Expo, and that's kind of where a lot of these like clean regulations and 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 you know new clean products are announced and and shown. So that'll be our big. Where's that? In Anaheim. Nice. We're actually doing our uh, our launch dinner at Downtown Disney, oh. at the new bowling alley there. Well, of course. That's what is what it called, do. Lane? I got my Mickey Mouse ears. Oh, good. You guys get your matching shirt. What is it called? What's that place called? Luxury. <laughs> no, Splitsville <laughs> Luxury no, Lanes. Splitsville, luxury, luxury Lanes. lanes. Okay. And yeah, uh, <laughs> one other thing while we're talking about range, I'm going to embarrass Lane here. Mm. Lane's been kind of helping with this since day one. Um, I work for the company. But I mean, wait, but he's with the, really with the bowling alley reservation. With the yeah. bowling alley reservation, luxury lane like, at the, the luxury lanes. Like, when we get launched since day one, yeah. we'll go to downtown Disney. No, but, uh, <laughs> a huge shout out, out to Lane. Um, you know. All of our visual assets, our graphics, our logo, um, the website. Please go check out our website, range.energy. All of that stuff is, is huge thanks to Lane. and um, All of the so. early concept trailer styling. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So anyways, shots, shots out. that's Range. Okay. Uh, Vamscris1 says, hey, DWA team. Loved meeting Lane at the January 29th morning motor event with my white E30. As a proud owner of an E30 and a fifth-gen 4Runner, I'd like your thoughts on how they form a two-car garage setup for daily use, adventures, and track days. Could you rate my setup, 1 through 10, 
<coughs> suggest improvements or modifications to make it even better. Thanks and keep up the awesome work. Nice. Rate that setup. Dude. That's kind of my world right now. I have a Tundra and a Very E30 close. Yeah, yeah, very close. E36. Yeah, so that's like a pretty new Forerunner? Yeah, very new. I think that's I was at first I was thinking I didn't know what year it was. Um No, it's like a less than 10 years old. Yeah, so that takes a little bit like it's definitely a nice like comfortable place to be. Yeah. Decently comfortable. Cuz that's what I would be scared of with Would you ever need to tow the E30 with the oh, Forerunner? Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the fifth gen. Yeah, yeah, you could. That's a, the Forerunner's got a seventy-seven hundred pound towing capacity or yeah. something like that. And is that a V eight or unspecified? I think it was. Yeah, there was optional V8. engine and drivetrain. So we don't know if it's four by four. It looks four yeah. by four. Yeah, it does. Um, very good two car setup, two car solution. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of cover all bases. You have something that's old, an- analog, manual cool don't overdo the overlanding gear exactly and if you do use the hell out of it make it dirty and uh used looking don't have like those perfect uh pristine shovels and those little skids uh, you know to like go yeah you carry the skids they're like brand new never been used Uh, you never know when you'll need them um Big winch, never been Shotchkeys used. Shotskis all over the place, like an old Land Rover. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, 1962 Land Rover, first doormobile factory, North American spec, going to be for sale soon. If you are interested, run out and buy that. Take <laughs> right the, hurry up, hurry up. Taking all those bumper stickers off of it? No. No. Taking all the bird crap? Absolutely not. <laughs> bird crap's going with it. Included with the dude, included in the sale. Patina for a reason. No, it's so back Putina. to this. Putina. I think that's a pretty Patina. good two car solution. Patinated. I like I it. Too. I mean, I it's like hard it. to like fault one, it. One through t- uh, one out of. Let's see. I'm sorry. On a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna give it a seven. I was gonna say an eight. I'm uh, okay. yeah, it's pretty eight. up there. Yeah, Solid. it's pretty up there. <clears throat> you could you substitute like you know E30 for a 944. Yeah, know, yeah. Whatever you're feeling, but. Yeah, and I think you can also like. There's room for modification so the GT4 here. GT4 would bring it up to like a nine or a ten. Mm-hmm. No, the GT4 does make pleasurable whooshing noises. Pleasurable. <laughs> or how about this GR Corolla? No, that's even more boring. Yeah, no, I don't know. They're moving right, backwards right, pretty right. fast. <laughs> Just throwing stuff out there, dude. I know, I know. What I what I, I would say is that like the only way it goes to ten, it's a very personal ten. You know, like if you have the thirty configured or the forerunner con- configured exactly the way you want it for the ex- for the use, right? Like that could be maybe a little yeah. bit of an extra bump, right? Is the E thirty built for? GT. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the E thirty is a total weekend car, mm-hmm. so it's all back roads. So, like, maybe that's the car you you maybe you upgrade the suspension, put stickier tires. I don't know, do stuff like that. Like, make it more of a sports car. Yep. Than it already is. Um, yeah. And then just go OEM plus with the four hundred. Keep it subtle. Yeah, I would say just keep the it only, reliable. Yeah. I think the only way you downgrade it is by wrapping them both in a golf livery. I mean, that, 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 that's that, one way. That, that takes you straight to a four. <laughs> you could also wrap it with martini livery. Yeah, that's true, too. Alex Stadel says, uh, if Ali had to choose a third 70s-era rear-wheel drive car with rally history to own, what would it be? He's thinking, folks. His eyes are closed. Does it have to be different than what no. I have now? Well. It, it would be a, it's like a, well, a variation it would be a the Alpina theme. race history. It would be an Alpina 2002 rally car. Okay, it has to be like different than what you have right like, now. 
that's pretty similar. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be different than what you okay. have right now. I thought you were going to go like a yeah, like a different model of BMW. Seventies. 70s, Early 70s, 70s rear wheel drive, and I'm just gonna omit 911 because that would be my natural choice. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, or no, no, I mean, what rally with rally history? I yeah, dude, there's some rally 70s and 911s are like all over the place, yeah. Uh, so that's the easy answer, but I mean, there's so many. So many cool Toyotas, early Mitsubishis. Um, there's like Baja Bug. It's kind of, I mean, it's like right at the end of the Baja Bug reign. <clears throat> yeah, but the problem with the Bugs is they, they, if they won because they just made it at the end, they never, hey. they were never fun to drive. Well, to finish first, you must first finish. I don't know what you're saying right now. Um, <clears throat> I, I would say, uh, Late set. I don't think it's going to be any of the late '70s stuff. Because Mini Cooper, Mini Cooper That's is a good one. Drive. Oh, it's <laughs> well, rear wheel drive. Yeah, I would probably say one of the cool like. Oh, I know what it is. It's a it's a '71, '72 Celica ST or Celica uh, like rally car, like the one that ran yeah. in uh, African Safari Rally. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah, that's the one. Talk Alex, Alex wanted over, you to just say like RX4 or something. Talk about I mean, RX3 SP rally car would be pretty rad, but I want to make the end of the rally. Mm-hmm. So Rare as ice Toyota. on a Toyota. Lars Brunkhorst says, if you had an NA Miata with trash paint, torn top, and bad interior, but in very good shape mechanically, would you go Exoset for full sense of occasion? Nope. Cars for weekends and track days, have a daily for actual car use. So would you go full exoset? No, <laughs> no. I mean, it just they makes say it s- never go exo- <laughs> full exoset. Never go full exoset. It does make it very hard to use it for anything else. They're also very ugly. They are very ugly. They're the ugliest. Yeah. I mean, other than a, I mean, I mean, in this I what exact <laughs> moment, you know what I would do with it? Throw it in the trash. Put a Myers Banks body on it. <laughs> Can you do that? What? Yeah. No, on the, you're on the Miata. That. Yeah. No, I don't believe anything. Um, Similar wheelbase. Uh, I don't see why you couldn't actually. The Myers Manx Resorter, but the two row. <coughs> oh, the two row. Yeah. Two rows the ish. You have an opportunity. Are Myers Manx Resorter. Are we get We're getting row? the two row. It just yeah. bugs me with the Myers Manx losing I that. I got that confirmation. That yeah. lower class. The uh, the, we'll be the sill first. is missing on a Myers Manx. You just have this emptiness. Yeah, but you can, yeah, but you can kind of like if you look can at you fill that the, in yeah, somehow. So, oh, you mean un, like underneath, like, underneath, like where, where you walk in, get into the car underneath. There's just like a black. The last time I so was like there, the new one, the so electric one great. is all covered, which yeah. looks amazing. Sick. So, but if you're talking about putting this on an <coughs> NA, it just looks like this. I don't know how to it's describe a fiberglass it. tub. You it's mean a tub that just so there was fits a, over there it. was a Baja Myers makes race car at the in the shop at Myers makes the last time I was there, uh-huh. and it had this like really rad kind of like metal formed rocker that went under that. That kind of like brought the bottom out. It yes. lo- made it look really beefy. Yes. It was really cool. And it was just I'm like on, a fabricated thing. I'm on board with that. If, but if, I think like a, a long wheelbase Myers Manx, like the Resorter, which is the two two row on a Miata chassis, would be sick. Man, I got a super see janky. What about the fact that like, it's front engine, <laughs> front engine, rear engine? Yeah, I think it's all janky. I actually, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cool in concept, but I just kind of went through the whole project in my head, and it's totally not worth. It's it. not it's good super, at all. Yeah, you have a big hole in the yeah, back. It's, where it's a lot better to, be. to just do a super beetle with a really really good 
motor in the back. Exoset set just feels so unusable to me. Yeah. It's very unusable. I would almost try to figure out how you could kind of do like a little like SP2 minimalist, like just clean up what's What's there. Kind of like how a Ferrari will do like an SP2 Roadster. Where oh, it's I like see, see. everything is just kind of like cleaned right, up, but right. don't like shave but, everything. But NAs are pretty clean. There's I know, but you can still there. do some cleaning. But he's up saying he has a. He's saying like, he doesn't want to replace the heart, yeah, the yeah, top. Yeah. So put like a a, a cover over that yeah, area. Exactly. Put a tonneau over it, and then like the door panels maybe torn up. So just do aluminum door panels. Have you seen those? And like, just almost make kind of like a little like. Maybe, well, they make like plastic. Those plastic. Yeah, door exactly. Just kind of make it a very very basic like a Lotus. Uh, what is it? The Elise, yeah. uh, kind of a build like what you or like see. a five fifty spider yeah, exactly. or like an AC Cobra, right? Yeah, and like nobody's that. really done that before. Well, they do have those like British looking Roadster body kits for Miatas that have like different headlights. Oh, oh really? you know what? That Ant Anstead like Formula One looking thing oh, uses the, a Miata chassis. It does the Alpha. No, yeah, it's like the old. Alpha. Oh no, it's an Alpha no, it uses an Alpha. There's no. A, no, but there's yeah, a Miata you know. kit. There's a Miata one. Oh, there's I thought it used. No, uh, I, I thought it used an Alpha Spider. No, he did, but I think no. he made the kit to be for NA Miatas. Oh, okay. Yeah, he made it for NA Miatas. That'd be, but yeah. that's so expensive. Yeah, I, mean, I would. I would just do kind of like a a cool, clean like 550 Spider or like 60s Lotus like Roadster build, and just keep it. And nobody's done that. <laughs> Saws all the windshield. First no, thing. don't mess with the windshield. <laughs> Make sure don't the door pull, stays Never in. go full Brad Bernal. Yeah, don't, mm. like don't shit. Like, like motorcycle mirrors. No, just and, take what's uh, there. If, jet ski if, seats. If you have to pull out the Bondo. Jet ski seats. You've gone too far. Jet ski seats. Well, <laughs> what are you talking? I was trying to appeal to Lane. <laughs> I meant slingshot. <laughs> all right. Cam Grace says, let's hear some F1 chat. Will anyone else win a race this year on outright pace and strategy? No. On does, merit? No. Does Aston have second locked up already? I don't know. It's they, looking like it. Locked up? Seems like, they, race. seems like they got some problems no, in the pits. Definitely not. It's Mercedes is coming like out with a whole update. Ferrari's yeah, let's see that. Sort of Mercedes trying. is coming up with an update that is unproven. They're not just like fixing what they have now. They're but starting it's Mercedes. over. You got to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, it's been a year and it's been a year and change. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, we watched the race here at Beeline. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, yeah, I think Ferrari's right there with Aston right now. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know about that. But uh, and I think Mercedes could definitely. But I definitely think Red Bull is gonna. Yeah. I think on merit they are the fastest car, and they probably will be until the end. Yeah, I don't think it's a race for first anymore. It's a race for that second third but that that being said i don't think red bull is not going to win every race something's going to happen yeah yeah right like we've already had reliability issues and stuff totally uh there's going to be crashes there's going to be you know and if checo now checo like thinks he can compete so then though they might get a little and do we really really think stroll is going to be able to you know hold his own for the whole season yeah i don't need two two to tango right nick as they say yeah, I think there's going to I think what we're seeing right now in F1 is going to be very very different 3 or 4 races from now in a lot of different ways. I think teams are going to get a little bit mixed up. I think new things are going to show up on the track and and uh Red Bull has like uh I I heard one status uh but I still think Verstappen's going to win. Aston has 50% more wind tunnel time. Hmm. It might be 100% actually twice the wind tunnel time. So, like, their development throughout the year is going to be way greater than Red Bull's. But Red Bull is, like, over a second faster than the next team on mm-hmm. track right now. Yeah. That's on, at hard, race pace? It's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat. 
Uh, next race is Australia. Yeah. Coming up. Good eye. And uh, this is the first time we've been to Australia in like uh, two years or three years since COVID. Oh. And they've fit, oh. they've uh, changed the track a little bit, too. Mm. It'll be a fun race to watch. Yeah. yeah. Always seems like it's, a good it's one. It's at a fun time, too, right? Fun time. Every time. Like fun. No, no. Like Saturday night it's at like fun. 9 p.m. or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right, huh? That is fun. We were just talking about doing a little uh, kicker at one of the breweries here in Santa Cruz. For is it F1. this weekend? No, it's uh, next weekend. Following. Okay, if I'm in town and if it's on like a Saturday night or something, we should do it at uh, at the you know that old place. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Um, ben Rogat says, "What is Ali's favorite dish to cook for dinner?" <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you this. I've been to Ali's house. He has a very pro barbecue setup. Is that what are you something? cooking? Yeah, what's on your last oven? night? I made, I took, uh, the night before last, I took some chicken thigh, boneless, skinless chicken thigh. Okay. And then I marinated it. 7-Eleven? 7-Eleven style. (laughs) I chopped up some white onion, Mm. and then I added some of my favorite sesame teriyaki sauce. Uh Uh-huh. Soy vey. Oh, is it very, very... (laughs) Yeah, I don't so remember. Maybe very, very yeah. so yeah. Whatever yeah. It, it comes in like a little two bottle. It's pack a Jewish from man, met a Soy yeah, yeah, Elton, California. <clears throat> so, and then I put it in a Ziploc bag, Ooh. put it in the fridge overnight. The fridge, got it. Refridge. You refridged it, and then and then I barbecued it, and we had it with some roasted Brussels sprouts and and salad. It was really delicious. So that's your favorite. That's definitely not my favorite. My favorite (laughs) thing to cook, I would say, is Persian kebabs with rice. Like it's Um, saffron saffron rice. Uh, Chicken. What are we looking at? No ground beef. The best is lamb. I'll wait for you to finish. Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Kefta. No. uh, uh, Vegetables. No, I take uh, vegetables. uh, Worst kebab ever. Either ten. Tenderloin or top sirloin prime. Uh, cut it, uh, and I get the steaks, and I cut it into uh, one-inch cubes. I just or love maybe that he, he throws out prime. I know. So like that yep. matters. Yeah, inch prime. and a half. Story, the story doesn't inch matter and a half to two-inch cubes actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. and then um, and then I Bam marinate cubes. it in. This is so specific. You're gonna get so I annoyed. It. I love so it. annoyed. Get in there. All right. So the thing is that. Um, Marinating meat with onion is really, really good. It brings out a lot of flavor, and the onion cooks really nicely. But the problem is when you're grilling, especially on a hot flame, you don't want the onion pulp on the meat. The pulp? The pulp, because I, I grade the onion. You and grade marinate it? The, marinate the meat with grated Yeah, onions. like a road. Grate it to a so certain... So what I end like up doing is I put <laughs> onion in a food processor, uh-huh. and then I take the the... After it's all pureed, yep. I drain the onion liquid. Are you just bawling your eyes out at this point? Oh, that's that's right. recipe? I'm over it. I take the over onion rivet, liquid. Mind over matter with the onion? <laughs> yeah. Damn. I take the onion liquid, and then I marinate the beef in the onion liquid with uh-huh. a little bit of turmeric, salt, pepper, cumin, and... Um, and I just saffron. let that... Allspice? No, saffron. No saffron. And I let that sit overnight. <clears throat> I take the onion pulp... Rose water. And I mix that with the ground beef with the same spices, turmeric, uh, salt, we, we heard pepper. Him. Yeah, we heard them. And cumin. Mm-hmm. Then what I about turmeric? Then I take those and I grill them. 
Cool. So, so the ground the beef goes on, on skewers, kind of like kufta kebab. Like, yep, yep. But then, uh, the, Nick said, but then the cubes go on skewers then the skewer, too? The cubes get skewered also. And then if you really want it nice and tender, you hit it with a meat meat tenderizer obvious. after you've skewered it. After? after You skewer it, put it, and then hit it with a meat tenderizer. Oh, and then you put it on the grill. And then it, it you the hottest possible grill you could make. Do you ever consider using the fishing poles fucking well, guy? If you've seen Ollie's uh, if you've seen Ollie's grill setup, he does have like an auto rotating Yeah, I do have a Is it variable speed by the way? It doesn't need to be variable speed. <laughs> just just <laughs> checking. It's just perfect. I don't know if you got no, a little no, potentiometer on that bad boy. Tuned. The gearing is is just right. right. Yeah. 33 no, and 30. It's uh, uh Simon made that thing, right? He made he the made frame the for frame? it. Okay. And then uh but the gear, the whole gear setup and and all of that stuff basically it's it's a, a whole stainless steel roller chain on stainless steel sprockets with 12 uh, rotating kind of little pivot holes or, or uh, they're kind of on little pilot bearings. And the chain kind of goes through the whole thing and rotates all of these things in opposite direction. How often do you, how often do you have to change the tensioners? The, you, don't, you don't need to. The, the, <laughs> like a BMW. It's, not, it's, serious, it's a serious manual tensioner, tensioner I The imagine. cool thing is that I made it, made it with a replaceable rotisserie motor. So you basically buy a rotisserie motor off of Amazon. If the motor fails, you just go get another one. And so you use a standard barbecue rotisserie motor, and it rotates this whole assembly of 12 skewers. Let but they counter-rotate? They counter-rotate like, like, adjacent to each other. Oh, wow. Let me ask you this. How often do you use it? At least five or six times a year. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say a month. Me too. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. no, the the thing is that the firebox is, is quite big, and it takes a lot of kind of... It takes a, it's a pretty good production getting a fire started. It's even more work than a green egg. Because it's a really kind of a, yeah. I think we're due for a backyard kicker. Yeah, this weather is perfect for That's that. Great. <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice. It's awesome, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, good, good talk. We'll probably do a barbecue again this year. Barbecue. Right. Oh, yeah, your like, little barbecue. I forgot yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, what month is that? I've never been able to barbecue. It's a couple of weeks before car, car week. week. Oh, Warren's never I gone? Just, I've only been to the it. car taco event. Wait, you've been to the barbecue? Yeah. There was no, well, there was like an Al Pastor guy out front. Oh, yeah. It wasn't yeah. Ali with the counter-rotating kebabs. Yeah, that was Carco? Yeah. All right. Next question. Car Pastor. <laughs> You're going to interrupt this gold? Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Reed at the Cars says, if there were a DWA podcast drinking game, which of your phrases would get listeners mm. drunk the fastest? Oh. Well, oh. Uh, the word like? Mm. Would be way up there. Oh, yeah. Fuck would be pretty good. Yeah. I don't say that that Sense, often. I mean. Sense of occasion. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What else? Uh, ice. Ice. As ice, yeah. As That's ice. a good one. Yeah. Um, well, we have this. Uh, someone made Wasn't a that game. Bing? There was a bingo, right? Yeah, someone made a bingo. Remember oh, yeah. DWA car memes? Oh, yeah. It was Narrow Roads. And it was great. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, analog. I feel like an analog, analog would be up there. Sense of occasion. Mm -hmm. Analog. Narrow yeah, Roads. I'm looking at. Oh, here it is. Yeah, nicely screwed together. <laughs> uh, bumpy roads, power tailgate, hate. Oh, art can't do four wheel drive. Mud flap clips. Oh, tire talk. Tire a period talk. of time. This mud is flaps words, together, right? Yeah. So sweepers, sick. Back in the day, <laughs> um, Old rad. School. Obviously, shouts out. Oh, shouts out. Slow steering. Short wheelbase, Ugh. twisties, traction control, automotive generations, man. Oh, generations. Testing waters. Oh, my go-to. That's a good one for art. <laughs> my go-to. Having said that, too nice to swap. 
having said that, um, did anybody say yeah no yet? That's <laughs> a good yeah, no, yeah. segue. Yeah, yeah no. Um, I've always loved them. That's my favorite. Too wide for, for that's my favorite. Dot, dot, dot. His favorite. Yeah, oh, I've always favorite. loved them. Uh, slow car fast. Slow car fast. Slow car fast. Yeah. But the word like. Yeah, like is definitely the word. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Rocket Tiki Motorsport says whether we use it correctly or not. Absolutely. Because a lot of times we're saying it's like the, that's, this that's car acceptable. or it's like but that. Are you yeah. supposed to say it's similar to or it's akin to? It's you could. Like, yeah. If you want to break mean, out akin, but. Right. Sure. Sure. What are you in such a it's, hurry for? It's, Shut the hell up. I'm taking this. This goes over here. Analogy. Wait, what is he, what is he here for then? He keeps going like this. He goes, all right, next question. What, you, why? You teased out Rocket T's question. Marus uh, is waiting for us on pins and needles. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there, Lewis. I know. Ali. <laughs> Who's Ali? Rocket Tiki Motorsports says, are you guys going to the Laguna Seca IMSA race in May? I will be down there and would it would be good to catch up. Nice. Uh, I don't have plans to. Yeah, no plans. That sounds kind of fun. Uh, like what What are the dates, man? What are the dates? I probably can't go. My May is booked. Mm. Where are you doing this, man? Dude, I got so much stuff. Rad Radwoods? No, actually, no Radwoods. Mm. Just trips, things, trips and things. Summer summer activities. Summer's kicking off. Kids summer summer camping sesh. Days. My day it was June. Middle of June was the last day of school. Because my birthday is June 13th, and I was always on the last day of school. Global warming. Yeah, it's slowly been backing up. And also, they go to school early, right? August. Yeah, they go to school really early September. Yeah, it was like end of September. Right. Or like middle. Preach Lane? Yeah. This guy wears New Balances now. Back in my day. These are New Balance skate shoes, by the way. You have your phone back. I feel bad. I feel like you're going to get mad mad at me. He's like... Definitely not He's doing important business. Um, One moment, please. So, IMSA race would be cool. Uh, There's some other event coming up. Oh, Rensport. That's in September. Yeah, it's like six months away or something. It's a long ways away. Dude, I think I, I forgot wait, to buy quail tickets. You didn't forget. It's so, so expensive and not really, is it? Dude, I want to go. It's uh, so are I'll they up? There, but you guys don't want to go, do you? I'm just joking. I, I, isn't, isn't, isn't Ollie always like showing a car oh, these days? I don't have anything to show unless I somehow miraculously sell the Land Rover and the Escort in the next few months. Dude, how about the Land Rover? Yeah. Oh, I should just enter the Land Rover. Yeah, you should enter the Land Rover and then camp and then in don't it, bring it the night of, and you wake up at the quail. That's a good point, Nick. Lodging. Built oh, in. dude, you bring all your s'more accessories? Gotcha. Land, Rover fire? Land Rover won an award at quail. The Land Rover won the most prestigious award at the yeah, quail, which yeah. is the park, parking lot award. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Parking lot award. Mm. Um, yeah, there was like gnarly cars. It was like a Ferrari. I'm gonna. I gotta right. take what up the yeah, 50s. And Land Rover is yeah. for sale Dude, like in September. In the parking yeah. lot. Land Rover is for sale in September. Yeah. It's no, for the sale Land Rover the is yeah. gonna be on Bring a Trailer in the next like three to four weeks. Mm. Like mm. I, I only things left is when the sun comes out next. Take some photos and submit the the whole thing to. Bring Sun's a out. Land Rover out this weekend. It's supposed to be nice. Yep, I'll be when you're in Tahoe. Good job. Um. Yeah, the quail prices went up quite a bit. Did they? Yeah. Oh, again? So like a grand yeah. or something now? Yeah. yeah. Mm. They're very expensive. Um, mm. Everyone was kind of complaining yet they were still buying tickets. So. Okay. I just need to sign up for press pass. Well, I'm we pretty sure last yeah, year it was like you could you could sell your ticket for a like a two X. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. should still buy them. You know, know. people say that. I've had extra quail tickets several times, and, and I've not, always had a hard time selling. They're them. Not as easy, right? And 
there's just been, there's some idiots listing them on Craigslist. Yeah, yeah there's apps. been a couple of times where I've had a couple of extra quail tickets, and I'm like, okay, I've asked all my friends, and I put them up on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or whatever, and I'm just getting a bunch of idiots. And this is like at face value. One time I ended up selling two of them for like $100 per ticket less than I paid. Mm. And and the hassle to get the tickets yeah, yeah. to the person, yeah. like all of this. <clears throat> I think last year I had one or two extra tickets. I just offered them to all our friends and a few of us came in and the rest I just like didn't even use. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's hard. And like you'll see like on the Porsche forums and stuff like that, somebody will be like, oh, I have two extra quail tickets and I still have two tickets. Mm. So... It's. I think those days of when you know the quail is not like as as hyped as mm. it was like three or four years ago, like just before the pandemic. Where well, and like now a it's a thousand dollar ticket. Yeah, now Very it's a thousand. And it yeah. used to be a three hundred or four hundred dollar ticket. But I will say that this past year, it was the if you could only go to a single event, that was it. Yeah, well, I it mean, had, as an automotive executive, I have I have this like business for me. Well, congratulations. And what I'm saying is like this whole thing where I'm people saying, are talking about yeah yeah well you know it's like the new Geneva like every that's executive what I'm is there and like not that. only that though it's a it's a broad scope of the automotive world right there was F1 display there's classic cars there's brand new concept cars a little bit of everything in one place and people are really into the food it's like that's so overrated to me yeah. you know they call it free food like especially free food. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The food was good. wasn't that good, was and it's an expensive great. ticket, so that doesn't mean anything. But um, but I it feels also like think the place they let to way be. too many people in this last year. Well, maybe that's why they raised prices. And do they cut? They didn't have beer, so annoying. Yeah, it was just like cocktails. Yeah, and it was wine. just cocktails. Yeah, they and they didn't have well. champagne like they used to, and and not as much wine. I think I think like Audi had champagne or something. Like one of the manufacturers yeah. did. They used to not, have, not they at had the bars. Stands yeah. everywhere. And then they also didn't have ice cream. <laughs> it was annoying. Yeah. You've been working with all these. Champagne and ice cream is really critical at any, Dude, good, any good car show. When, when you have something and then you take it away, it's way worse, right? Like, yeah. here's the year before, they had like six ice cream stands throughout, and you just go get a gelato, like a gelato they just stand. need that homie with the little cart and the yeah, bell. Yeah, that's what they had, dude. That's all they need. Yeah, they need good. the homie. With the, the paleta guy with the, the, yeah, with the popsicles? That's the, what's up. the rice popsicles? Mm. Hey, guys, Delicious. I'll be ready for the next question. Okay. The Tybo says, how butchered is the suspension geometry in a spec E30? This is like Billy Blanks, Tybo? The <laughs> Tybo, T-Y-B-O. Oh, okay. Um, how butchered is the suspension oh. geometry in a spec E30, and how much benefit is there in a well-designed roll center correction kit? My bucket is low. What's happening right now? Ali, does that make sense qu- ground, ground control yeah. question. If you have proper E30 ride height, you don't need a roll center correction kit. If you're dumped to the ground, you need more than a roll center correction kit, but you also need a roll center correction kit. You probably need a toe correction, a, a bump steer correction kit. You probably are not even close to getting alignment correct on the rear, so you need to be able to adjust the trailing arm somehow to get even. Okay, now I'm looking at your photo of your car. I would it's almost low, say but it's not like dumped low. Yeah, it depends pretty, on pretty aggressively so raked. Things. If you're actually tra- that's rake, if you're actually taking the car to the track, which it looks like you are, and it, it is actually a track car, then what I would do is start by measuring your bump steer, and then measure your 
your static roll centers and see if how far out the the roll centers are from kind of what what people would consider ideal. But I would say on an E30 especially, it's a little bit more sensitive to bump steer than it would be roll center. So make sure your bump steer is good. Make sure you have plenty of static cam, uh, camber. And I wouldn't be super concerned with the roll center until you're starting. Wait, how do you really measure fast. bump steer? It's it's not easy. You take the – so the, the real way to do it, if you have, I don't know, about $400 worth of tools, is you take the wheels off or one wheel off, you bolt what looks like a toe plate to the wheel face. You have to take the spring and the sway bar, disconnect the sway bar and take the spring out of the shock. And then you basically measure toe at right height with two dial indicators on one on either side of the toe plates. And then you take it to maximum compression, measure that again, and then you measure it at a multiple steps all the way down to maximum droop. And then that gives you a kind of a curve. And your ideal scenario is that that neutral point of where it goes from toe in to toe out should be somewhere close to your ride height. To and ride and height, technically, yeah. for example, on a, I can't remember, E30 is a rear steer car. There's an E30 here. Is the steering knuckle behind the rear axle or is this the tie rod bolt behind the front axle or behind the or in front of the front axle? I'm pretty sure they're behind. Pretty sure it's behind. And then they call that a rear steer car. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is also. So essentially, if you think about, if you have the right uh, bump steer, as the front of your car uh, dips or or dives under braking, you want the toe to, to slightly toe out. You want it to slightly toe out to kind of stabilize you as you're going into your braking. What you don't want is for you to be over the curve and slightly towed in. And then as you brake, it goes from toe in to toe out. You want it to already have that kind of natural inclination of just a little bit of toe out in that curve of, you know, because as it goes up and down that suspension sweep, you get a curve. And some point in that middle of that curve is where it goes from toe in to toe out or zero toe. And you want to be kind of in that toe out realm by just a little bit so that as you kind of go over a little hump, like say, for example, uh, going into turn one at Laguna, um, where it kind of comes over, your car gets light. What you don't want it to do is to go into tow in as it's getting light and then tow out as it's getting, as it starts to load up. Cause then the front end is just going to start walking on you. And so you kind of have to find that right balance and it kind of, it depends a little bit on can you put spacers or something to fix that on E30. No, cause you can do that on like nine elevens. Well, like you that. put, you can put spacers on the, the end <clears throat> of the tie rod. So there are tricks on BMWs where, on the inside of the on the inside of the tie rod where it ties into the steering rack, there's a kind of a, a C channel, and so Turner and a few other folks will make a, a kind a little spacer so you can kind of do some small corrections. Yeah, it's like a bump steer kit. Yeah, um, so there are bump steer kits, uh, and I think for the track stuff, you know, if you're actually running in Spec E30, you're pretty limited, and there's not much you can do. Yeah, but um, but if you're just running a Spec E30 kit and it's just a track car then start, you know, buy a bump steer kit, make sure your bump steer is dialed in. And if you've already done that, and now you're trying to get that extra little bit of time out, or let's say, for example, your car does something weird mid-turn where it goes from kind of neutral to then all of a sudden, you know, as soon as it gets another two or three millimeters of compression, it goes to understeer, then you may have some roll center problems. 
And so at that point, then, yeah, if you're on that kind of fine edge already, then absolutely measure your role center. Um, there's a, a bunch of Carol Smith books that, that show you how to do it. The By the way, Carol. Uh, HP Academy actually has a really cool suspension geometry class that you can take. It's like a couple hundred bucks. It's all online with a bunch of cool videos and tutorials that really goes through bump set, uh, you know, um, bump steer, roll centers, instant centers, your roll axis, all of those bit different bits and pieces and stuff like roll axis and controlling your front versus rear bumps, uh, uh, roll centers on a BMW, especially E30, E36, E46, those make a huge difference. That's why like on an E36 or E46, if the rear ride, you know, five millimeters of difference in just rear ride height will change the entire attitude of the car. Mm. It's because that, that roll axis is changing a lot and it's kind of loading the suspension in a different way. So, yeah. Um, could you come up with a more thorough answer next time? Sorry. It'd be nice to actually get some real information. <laughs> I try. Fucking idiot. <laughs> time to move on. <laughs> The real John Webb says recently some Instagram accounts have featured cars designed by generative AI algorithms. What Radwood era vehicle mashups would most interest you? Lane's a big fan of anything covered in shag carpet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's big, not AI big generated. Fan. Big fan. That's, that's, not, and that's not a mashup either. I mean, unless you're mashing up shag carpet, <laughs> paisley CRX shag carpets and nine elevens. The GR Yaris. Mashup. Wow, you're a real Yaris. Yaris. Big in the Yaris. I'm about that Toyota all-wheel drive system. I'm gonna get you a Gazoo Racing. Yeah, yeah, sure we gotta get a Gazoo Racing car. Um, I'm so down with Gazoo Racing. What about a, a Vanagon 959? <laughs> so Jesus bad. Christ! And you said my idea. <laughs> well, was that's bad? like the Ford Supervan. Yeah, right. Why is that? Yeah, such but a bad you're idea? talking about a styling. It's a great thing, idea. Right? Yeah, you just add some little things. Little just. 959 uh, is like the. Polar opposite of Vanagon styling. Hey, but maybe so you're adding like you weird round. The AI is going to make it happen. 959 all splooged out like a Vanagon, <laughs> yeah. all disgusting. And then imagine oh, if a someone Vanagon, did that, you guys would send that to me so quick. Imagine a Vanagon so with like round, weird fender flares. Yeah. DWA memes yeah. needs to make. <laughs> yeah, dude, I want it. I want it. Yeah. I think uh, a Vanagon works better with like Countach. Uh, Countach, um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what they've done in the past. Isn't that basically yeah. just an LMO too? Basically. Yeah, but it, rear drive and an all-wheel drive setup with uh, cool wheels and so big turbo motor mashup, just like yeah. whatever. Yeah. How about a uh, anything AMC Eagle with something cool on top of it, mm. like um, maybe a AMC Eagle. Uh, 944. <laughs> 944. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't like any of yeah, this. Yeah, this is like kind of out of my wheelhouse here. Too, I'm not that too guy. hard of a question. <laughs> I'm not that guy, dude. Yeah, it's tough. I haven't actually messed around with this. Have you guys played with the, I've done AI like GPT chat or whatever, but not <laughs> Oh, I've never GPT. done chat. I've done, I've done the AIs you know, and the GPTs. Um, I chatted with the GPT once. I asked them questions and they helped me. Um, I have done, done chat, but I haven't done art. Have you guys? I've no, just played I, with like Mid Journey a little bit. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. You've done Mid Journey? Yeah. 
And how does it work? Is this that um, uh, you just, G thing? You basically just like curate prompts. Yeah, yeah so but you would say like, like Vanagon 959. You, yeah, you would need some more color than that. You okay. would want to get like a little more descriptive, yeah. like uh, creative Vanagon 959. It, it, it comes it, back it, with yeah, a, a so, picture. Uh, the oh, latest, I've seen some of these the, in front of like a fake looking background. The latest version of Mid Journey art is it? pretty oh. crazy, dude. Like you it'll actually like, give you like f- like photorealistic like images. Einstein at a rave or something like that. No, it's like more. I saw one. You could, yeah. Einstein at a rave, like Einstein at a rave with like so a bad. you know a, like a vintage Chanel jacket or something. Like yeah, the more yeah. detail you give it, like the better you it's going to be. You can also say stuff like uh, uh, like aged people that are young now, but you could say like so and so when they're sixty, yeah. wearing this and it, oh, you can also be like uh, you can also be like cars. on Ektachrome two hundred, and it'll give you like the film grain that's appropriate for yeah. that. Like, yeah, I feel like yeah. I've seen a lot of these, and it's like a car in space or something. Yeah, on Mars or something. Right. Yeah. Gr Corolla mm-hmm. could do that. Yours. Have you done? Have you used Chat? I've used Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Chat GPT. Is that how you write all your papers? Yeah, all of his all of his ex- <laughs> executive email yeah, correspondence like, is now just Chat GPT. The, the SVB banking updates to the <laughs> team. <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't write. He's anything. like, tell the team <laughs> that. No, SVB, no, no, no. I was just like. To write an email. I, yeah. First of all, I wrote them all myself. God yeah. damn it, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, the prompt would be like, what <laughs> What does a miserable... <laughs> yeah, never mind. Stop. Okay. <laughs> um, the last question here is from somebody who's cool. That's it? Named. Hey, cool guy. That? No, no more Sorry, I was looking to see if there's any extra questions. But... Oh, we got one. Uh, second to last question here is KC914 says, DWA Rensport get together? Question mark? Yes. Yes. Maybe. Already booked. booked. We, got, we got the campsites for Rensport for the whole week. Very How many excited. did we get? Five or six? Is that when we got it? I don't even know what we yeah. did anymore. We got Rensport and we got oh and pre-reunion. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be I great. Remember that we got them at the same time. They're like, oh, pre-reunion's not on sale yet, but since you're getting Rensport and you're our friends. That yeah, we I don't at. know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I booked both. Yeah, we we booked both. Yeah. My, my, so, yes. My friend absolutely. over here with green eyes gets yelled at. <laughs> my kids say I have blue eyes, but I say I have green eyes, and they're like, you're an you idiot. Tell. You need to open your eyes bigger. There you go. That helps, eyes. dude. All right. Good times. Yeah, Rensport. I'm excited. Uh, it's a very, very cool event. If you've, uh, yeah, how long has it been? Years. It's been like four years, right? Years. Five years? Uh, pedal Commute, last question. They're going to be a new spec racing series. They're going to be one? That's what it says. <laughs> They're going to be a new spec racing series. But it has to be a utility vehicle, I think. So he's asking us to. Because he's a mailman, dude. Oh, yeah. Would you race a USPS LLV, yeah. a baggage truck from an airport, maybe a Zamboni, or perhaps Japanese K fire trucks? What would you pick? It has to be a utility vehicle, so not even yeah. like street legal per se. I mean, K is like a pretty... K would be actually quite manageable. We could just single-handedly start the series with Clark next yeah, door and his tr- existing... Has oh, it has to be fire trucks, yeah. though? Aren't all K, aren't all K, couldn't you classify a K truck as a utility vehicle or does it need to be like a utility no, in the sense of sort of a public works vehicle. thing? Yeah, I think okay. it has to have some limitations. It's like, like not a Unimog, but a Unimog with a backhoe on it. Right. That'd be terrible. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to go, I'll go for the like that, baggage 
airline baggage truck. Would a semi truck work? Yes, queen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, queen. I was going to say yes, but they already race them. So I think I airline, like, I know, not fair. airline baggage truck with like the articulating trailer setup. Oh, you I know. know. I'm going uh, jet airliner tug. Oh, the tugs. That would be good. They're sick. They're, they're so they're, sketchy. Yeah, they're low. How they're slow are beefy. they? Uh, they can go pretty fast. So when I was a kid, I worked torque. at private airports and did some of that like t- towing airplanes thing. And it's. They're fast and hairy. Uh, hey, guys, I'm going to go do that tug. towing airplanes thing. Rub and tug. So they, they steer. You stand over the steer wheels in the, yeah. in the back. And so you're, you're steering sort of like a forklift, but you're way on the back of the thing, standing at the very yeah. edge of it. They, I feel like the ones that we had, which were not as large as the ones you would use in a commercial jet, they must have done at least 15 miles an hour mm. or something. Like, f- fast enough and to be sketchy. Torquey. Yeah, they're electric-powered, obviously. Um, this, wasn't, um, this isn't electric. I have the best idea. Please spec segues. Pretty rad. I saw the little three-wheelers at, uh, J- in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah? They're weird-looking. It's got, like, fairings and stuff. Yeah. What about spec ice racing with the big balloon tire, like, Norwegian Hiluxes? That's not a... That's not a... That's not a... That's not Norwegian uh, Hiluxes are sick. That's now we're just picking yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah, we're just turning <laughs> rad stuff. I don't know. Hey, how about They're rally utilities. cars? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they use them for utility, like, delivering mail I know, and stuff. We They're not really mail. It's got to have some limitation. Like, it can't just be, like... An awesome thing. rad Iceland four by four. Oh, what about <laughs> racing uh, snowplow trucks? Ooh, oh. snow cats, snow cat racing, easy. Okay, with zambonis. The zamboni yeah, zamboni was, was a good one, yeah. yeah. But they're yeah. pretty slow, right? I feel like a zamboni doesn't isn't like, like a ripper. Very slow. They're probably go like top speed, like three. Forklifts yeah. would be pretty sketchy. Huh. Forklifts. I'm not. I'm not on that down. series. Falling over. You'd have to. You'd have to be like forklifts. You know. You can. Yeah. How about you know? the stand up ones? You know, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Kind of sweet. Yeah. The crown ones are the good ones. What's a crown? Crown branded. Oh, crown brand. Crown, mm-hmm. crown company makes really, really good stand up forklifts. Hmm. Sorry. Mail truck. Racing forklifts, no so, less. So, wait. He was telling me about his mail truck. I think he has like killer off I mean, why tires? isn't the answer just like a. Because he's up in the. Killer? Well, it has good. Not some BFGs on it. Like He's BFGs. up in Bonnie Dune. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. of all, by the way, I saw the new Oshkosh mail truck that's coming out. So They're gnarly. No, dude. In real life, it is <laughs> the most disgusting thing you I can know. possibly. How did they not make those electric? Like, I don't understand how they're that one. So I am crazy. calling out whoever Oshkosh, Oshkosh, and their <laughs> stupid clothing brand. They're not their clothing brand. Yeah, the this kids is. Clothing. I would say probably. The biggest abomination in automotive engineering. In it's last well, really also, bad. also, how did the really how did the government? How much did they get paid off to like use so that over a lot? Like, I don't understand it at all. Most what are they called? The ducks solution. or something? They look like a duck. Yeah, it I looks like a Homer they had Simpson. Some really annoying name for them. Yeah, yeah, it looks like the Homer car. Yeah, they're really, really bad. They're terrible. I just saw an ad. They were like showing it off on an Instagram ad. Yeah, and like, had the what? old truck, yeah. and then like uh, this sort of. Uh, I don't even know what it was. Like a piece of glass floats over it, and then it transforms into the new one. Jeez. It looks worse. Oh, oh you know yeah. what? How about how about early gen little male Willys Jeeps? That's not All bad. Right, that'd be pretty <laughs> yeah, sick. That'd be pretty rad. That'd be kind of good. Yeah, yeah kind of good. That'd be good. All right, All right. that's it for questions. Um, what's up with any project car updates? You guys have anything? Yeah, I got some stuff. Nick, yeah. 
Tell us about the Escort. Ollie's Escort is running and driving. I took it for a drive yesterday. Oh, yeah. But the other day. How my stupid f- was it? My first experience driving the car, it is uh, quite, an, uh, quite an experience. It's very race car-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, much motorsport. Okay. It's loud. It's mostly, everything feels quite solid mounted. Uh, but it goes down the road in a straight line and shifts gears. I scared a lot of school children. It was like three o'clock and I was leaving. So like all the kids were coming out and it's orange too. So just, it, it's fucking so loud. It's, it's orange. What, what yeah, it? Kids are scared of orange. What are you racing it? It's, it's primarily set up for tarmac and gravel stage. Rally When's your right first now. race? <laughs> never. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never rallying. Imminent. Imminent. It's just a childhood dream to have this car. It's red. It's, it's uh, like the, the coolest vintage rally car aside from something ridiculous, like a, Whatever I think being a CEO, you're like technically not allowed to drive that piece of shit. He's not a basketball like player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm still gonna drive it a little bit and then probably put it up on bring a trailer. For what? Like no reserve? Just blow it out? It'll bring a lot of money. Dude, it's real right. Cosworth car, it's a Mexico. It's I mean, these things are bringing over a hundred grand in England. But you went full SEMA on it. No, I didn't. This is this is called a modern rally spec, tasteful Mark One Escort. This is exactly Resto how they're built. Like with that turbo and that shifter, I that mean, they use a different. They use a, a much more expensive. So, so it could be built with a couple of different engines. You can do a single cam Pinto motor and get between yeah. one hundred and twenty and one hundred and sixty horsepower. That what was in it before? I yeah. can't remember. A Cosworth Vega motor <laughs> Vega. that was oh, okay. passed on as a BDG, which. Cosworth Vega motor makes 170 horsepower on a good day before it breaks. A BDG can make a you know a Millington Diamond 2.7 makes 375 reliable horsepower all day long. Damn, uh, naturally aspirated. So I could technically, if I wanted that to make this fully rad. FIA legal, I take this turbo Cosworth motor out and I put a Cosworth. Uh, either a, a Lotus Twin Cam or a BDA BDG. Mm engine in the car it'll make a ton of power but you know it's not worth that headache for me this is like what kind of power do you think the thing's putting down now i think right now it peaks out at around 300 that's what it feels like but it's not it's very peaky it is yeah i think it all comes on above four thousand. yeah um once you're in the power and it's going it is freaking fast it's been a long time since i've driven anything with a crash box and so that was fun like once i got it out of the neighborhood here like that's an experience yeah Yeah. just like shifting under power in this thing is really really incredible um but i think the end goal is that like it's i think the only mexico in america it's got california plates it's a left-hand drive mark one escort there's i think four or five in the country only and it's the fastest, more most powerful, and the the coolest looking one around, other than maybe so we, foxes. We put a bunch of foxes. Like, got that blue one that's mm-hmm. incredibly beautiful. Um, so I think it would. I think it'll be bring good money, and and, and I have an idea of what what's going to replace it. We put a bunch of modern motorsports electronics in it. Built a new wiring harness. Put a PDM that replaces all the traditional fuses and relays in the car and some fancy like uh, steering, steering wheel controls, controls yeah. Yeah. Nick for the electronics. Basically rewired the entire body of the car um, and set it all up with modern, you know, PWM or, uh, PDM switches and, and all of that cool stuff. So 
it should be more reliable on the electronic side and start every time now, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's nothing left and, that uh, should be weird electronically to it. And uh, the next, the final phase of this is to, I've got to pull the gearbox off and put the uh, gear position sensor on the Quaif sequential that's in it. And then we can tune it for some fun flat shift action. Yeah. Anti-lag and flat shift then gets enabled with this one sensor. And so... Uh, and but I'm not gonna go. I mean, I have a whole standalone ECU for it. I have a dry sump system that I could I can get. Yeah, there's for still it. a whole pile like, of parts. So many different things that I'm not going to do on this car and just give to the next owner and just say, here you go, have fun with it. But it is a it's going to be a completely dialed car when I'm ready to sell it. Hmm. I drove it with the old transmission. I didn't mind the old transmission. I still have it, but the rear like end was a sketchy mess. <laughs> yeah. Why? The whole rear end would moved around probably oh. like three inches side to side. Because it was leaf spring with no yeah, so there's a, bar. So like there's nothing. a multi link under the so car. So if you now. gave it the gas, it would just like want to like throw you off the road. The gas. In a straight line. Or the beans? If you gave it the whole bean. Yeah. But now <laughs> but it's like, like a third of the beans is okay. Yeah. Roll yeah, into maybe. the throttle and it's totally straight. We have rear a crazy is, rear end on it now. Yeah. Now it's full six link, like full rally spec. It must work out. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. <clears throat> And then uh, my wife got a new car. We, oh, yeah. we traded in the GL 550. It was having a couple of just nagging issues that I just didn't want to deal with and wouldn't go away. Uh, we looked at the we looked at the Cayenne. We looked at the X5M um, Cayenne GTS. We got really really close to getting the sign off from my wife to buy a Turbo GT Cayenne. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit too much. Uh, it was definitely way too much money, but it was just too much of everything. Yeah. Um, and then after we exhausted the Porsche <laughs> angle, we went and drove, and the BMW stuff, we just went and drove a uh, GLE. And my wife said, you know, she just wants a GLE, but with a little bit more power. Uh, and so we found her a GLE 63 AMG. Um, well, you were texting us about nice. how, like, not – you. Didn't need an AMG. No, we were all. looking at the 580. But then what, we want the V8. And then what pushed you over to the AMG? There was well, one, so one thing. This is said. like a, this weird dilemma that is, is kind of, I, I feel like a lot of people deal with this. Because I even think to a certain extent, art's kind of dealing with this too. Where it's like you want a premium kind of luxury <laughs> experience, but in a smaller form factor. So if you think about it, all of the most luxurious, like, SUVs out there are these like giant three row like monsters, right? And so there there isn't anything I mean, if you go to like yeah. Maybe a, a Range Rover Sport Bentega is the only kind of even a Bentega is giant we went yeah, on pretty big. Okay, pretty big. full disclosure. That's another one that you should add to the the to the game. Uh, full disclosure. Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh but I, we went and looked at the Maybach Mm -hmm. The big Maybach SUV. We went and looked at the Bent Bentley. They were both too big. It was just yeah, they're giant. Big. Yep. And so and the Maybach's definitely more positioned. The Maybach be, was our favorite to be By, driven like, in, though not. No, it, it was a good driver. Okay. The Maybach the rear seats are insane. Yeah, the big Maybach SUV was like hands down our favorite. It's super. It nice. was like drove the best, looks the best, feels the best, but um, expensive piece of kit. It's got that. It was bouncy very mode. expensive, and it felt very like. At this moment, like 10 years from five years from now, it'll feel like an old Maybach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was too big. The main thing was too big. So there's this kind of like weird hole in the market for like a very premium. I even looked at the Alpina. Like, does Alpina make a X5? 
nothing. Because no. that, that would be that kind of perfect. Because perfect. they would take, they, they would take a perfect. little bit of the take the sportiness edge out, exactly. and they would add a little luxury. The perfect yeah. ideal car would have been an Alpina X5. Yeah. I would have jumped right on yeah, that yeah. car. But so we ended up with the the Mercedes had the right balance of like sportiness. It's the slowest of these like supercar SUVs mm-hmm. or super fast SUVs or whatever. Turbo V8. Twin turbo V8 with a mild hybrid system. Oh. So it's like torque fill. You don't feel any turbo lag. It's like. Same one we had last year, yeah. Warren. Yeah, yeah, it feels really, really good. It sounds good. Way too many buttons on the inside of the car. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The infotainment is pretty good once you have CarPlay running. Mm-hmm. Um, but 2023 or 2022 car without wireless CarPlay. Um, so it was kind of a little bit whatever. But. My wife doesn't really care about any of that stuff. She just kind of gets in the car and drives it. Does it feel like her old car in some ways, or is it totally the? New? It feels like her ML. Yeah, because so she had she came out of a GL. That's right, right. Uh, and, and she had she, an ML before. Yeah, that. she had an ML five fifty before that, was, <laughs> uh, and she's it feels a lot like driving that, but just like everything is refreshed and modern, and you yeah. know the turning radius of the stock GLE felt as good as the Porsche with four-wheel steering. I question that. It was. It definitely wasn't as tight, but it felt as, like, nimble and, like, maneuverable. I think easier. it has, like, a, a uh, adjustable rate it's steering rack. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so it makes really tight U-turns. Typical Mercedes, right? Um, but, yeah, it, overall, and, and we actually got it below MSRP, uh, and they gave us – um, really, really good price on the trade-in on the GL550 that, nice. we, that we traded in. You were mentioning, though, the seats. You said something about... Oh, yeah. yeah you said so that's why you bought that it. That was, the, yeah, ultimately in the comfort, on the comfort side, the... the Comparing non-AMG to this. Yeah, so we looked at... We ended up... It ended up coming down to, like, who has the most comfortable seats between Porsche, BMW, Maybach. Um, the Bentley was a little bit just too flashy and too got way too expensive for us. We didn't want to spend that kind of money. And this sounds trivial when you're like, oh my God, you made a decision on the seats. But yeah, that's but a big deal. Exactly. Right? It's and like so why Volvos are so great. They have we great went, seats. You know? We found a GLE 580, yeah. which we were like, okay, if we're going to build something, we would build a GLE 580, none of the AMG package, Except- all like full luxury setup. Yep. And that's what we would want. So we found something close to that at a dealership in like South San Jose. We went and looked at it and the seats, like, I, I don't understand. They, they had kind of the basic seats in there mm-hmm. and even like the nicer seats, they just weren't very comfortable. And I don't understand why, you know, even in the GLS, um, they don't just take the S-Class seats and just put them in I the know, car. And anybody that says the GLS has S-Class seats can go fuck themselves. Because <laughs> I've had an S-Class for multiple years, and it, the, nothing compares to S-Class seats. By the way, I would love to see you get in like a fist fight with someone. It's like, what happened? He fucking said, he said yeah, it's GLS. the same seats as so, an S-Class. Oh, okay, except for the Maybach. The Maybach well, right, had S-Class that, seats. That's, that's a next level. Um, but uh, as soon as we got in the, um, the AMG GLE, those yeah. seats were like, oh yeah, these are very comfortable. They're super supportive. They don't feel like they the BMW felt like it was trying to be something else, and the Porsche Porsche sports seats and the SUV are Ugh, garbage. Terrible. They're so, garbage. L- let me ask you this: Do you ever feel like any 
part of you wants to argue for a sedan or a wagon? I asked my wife multiple times. And where, what sedan or what wagon? Was I asked that? her. Like the, I, so I asked her. Yeah, Panamera. GT. Or so the, I asked her about the Panamera. I asked her about S class wagon. S class wagon. I wish. I so said e, e, e class wagon. We went and looked yeah. at the Volvo V90 yeah. wagon. Is stunning. Yeah. I, I think it's the new Audi. Yeah, I think they're great. Uh, we were into that. I was like, what about this RS five wagon? Right. Like, let's, let's go all out, whatever. And she's like, get the fuck out of here with your wagons. <laughs> Guarantee she didn't say that. And then she probably did. She kind of did. GTF. And then I was like, GTFO. I have an early reservation for a Rivian. Oh. We're going to get a Riv- Like we can just take this Rivian reservation instead of giving it away. And she's like, no, no. And ultimately at the end of the day, she wants what she's familiar with. What about in the middle of the day? Where was and, she and it's, she wants an SUV. First thing so, in the morning. Yeah. What, first thing in the morning. She first up. thing in the morning. She didn't <laughs> she want fine. that. She just wanted At the end of the day. She had different At the end of the feelings. day. Yeah. So, okay. So anyways, I, she was, she, so is it, is she wanted an SUV. Is yeah. it What yeah. else? That's it. That's she it, wants right? to be able to like throw like baseball bats and stuff. You in can the do that trunk. in a wagon. You know, I mean, Dude, yeah. but it literally yeah, it's funny, is like, with, that one. I mean, you know, right your yeah. wife, Sarah yeah. has. A, I'm just trying to like. It's I want to but it, it's like it, it's the. You know what it is. You you know Sarah has a. But Sarah's less. So, you know like, what it is, man. She would go with the Mini Cooper. So I know, like, cool with Heidi, she had a, my wife. She had a Volvo. She had a Volvo sedan, and then I remember she was just like. The like riding with her, I'm like Jesus Christ, dude. For one, she's not paying attention to like the crowns in the road yeah. and just scraping over the crowns in the road because you're, she's driving. She's not like, oh, I need to slow down now and go like, hor-, you know, go a little well, that's just, sideways or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like yeah, this yeah. is what SUVs afford you. Then you don't have to think about you. Don't think about it, and people. Like, that's the way a lot of people with, drive. A lot of people that aren't into cars, they just kind of drive their car from yeah, here yeah. to there, yeah. and then also like maneuverability. Even though it's like they're kind of big, in a parking lot to sit up high, you can like judge a parking space yeah. easier. All and that stuff. The easier, fact that right? all the you know eighty percent of the traffic you're around is high, dude, and all the headlights well. are high, and, and they're smoking yeah. weed. <laughs> they are. They're both high in terms of ride height and in terms of their <laughs> mental state. Uh, you know, with young kids, because I have very young kids, one and three, uh, like my wife doesn't, she thinks that loading them into the SUV is quite a bit easier because yeah. you're just like it is. up instead of like sort of in and then leaning over. over. Oh, and then yeah. you've got the whole convenience of like opening the tailgate totally. and changing kids and doing whatever. When so from that to, standpoint, it feels like a hard, hard sell to get him back when in When I was SUV. having to buckle in Andrew... He can do it now himself, but in the wagon, I have to like get on one knee. Yeah, and like reach it's a whole thing. And my truck or whatever is just like I'm yeah. standing up, yep. buckling them in. I mean, it's a compelling thing, right? A, a midsize SUV is highly functional. It is. I just feel like you're you were in a position to be able to pick essentially any car. I mean, you're talking about the top end of all s- segments, right? Like you're yeah, talking well, Rolls Royce, Maybach, but you could have got a Panamera GT, you know, the the wagon. What do they call them? Turismo Sports? Something. Some shit like that. Uh, Too many words. You mentioned, I mean, all the other cool, like new E-Class wagons are rad. They look awesome. Yeah, but everything is rad, but, but you just can't get away from the height. Well, yeah. it's more than that, I think. Once you go, once you go it's SUV. The, it's the familiarity of, of having the size of an SUV and throwing bags in the back and like, oh, fold the seat <laughs> down. Bags I think despite what yeah. wagons it's go. The, it's also, the height factor. The height. The, the height despite factor. also everything that Ollie's saying with like bent, like looking at these Bentegas and stuff like that, even the Porsche Cayenne for 170 grand Turbo or 180 or Turbo GT, 
I don't think he would ever pull the trigger because at, I definitely at the wouldn't end have of the day, anything. at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. it's his wife's car. Yep. Yeah. She doesn't give a shit. I know. I know. And yeah. she's going to get door dings and she's going to Yeah, for exactly. sure. Like, right? Yeah. It's like the kids are going to slam the door open. And I literally going to be some yogurt like, in the back like, seat. Oh, how much yeah. sidewall yeah. does this car have? Yes. Like, That's the other yeah. thing is like the AMG, you, lo- you lose that. No, you don't. It's got Did you Did you get the You got the big 20, the deuce deuces on there? It's got the small 20. It has 20. Deuce deuces with the low pros? Okay. It's funny that twenties are small. Yeah, it looks That's, like a, it yeah. looks kind of like a little mean bulldog, like with big fat sidewalls. Mm. Is it a rare special bulldog? Rare special. Not rare no. special. Drinking game name. It's kind of right rare. there, dude. Oh yeah, rare yeah. special bulldog so is that. You got to do like two shots for that one. Sidewall, yeah. more sidewall, the better. Absolutely. And you know who does that well is the domestics, not Escalade, but like the Tahoe. Yeah. They make yeah I I we went we were like sidewalls the Cadillac and all of this stuff but then I was thinking like infotainment on a Cadillac is horrendous I was gonna say spend close to the same amount as this cars are also first of all the AMG was one of the aside from the stupid like Maybach and Bentley but like you know in consideration with a Porsche Cayenne GTS or BMW X5M the AMG was the cheapest and. You know, and it was a reasonable price. Like ultimately, like Lane said, I'm not going to spend 150 or no. 200 or 300 thousand dollars on for an appliance. What my wife is looking at as an appliance. Yeah, I mean, you should right. have just got a minivan, but that's another. No, podcast. she. I mean, she has <laughs> fun with it. Dodge Caravan. She, she definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or Genesis. She enjoys the performance of the car. Does she? She does actually. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's um, good. I'll have to check it out. I haven't. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen you. Haven't posted any pictures or anything. Oh, it's, it's a car. Dude. It's just a car. <laughs> it's literally just a car. And then we, right at the same, I think the same day or the day before or the day after, day after, two picked days up after, the, picked up the Rivian. Lane yeah. popped your yeah. thunder. Popped the cherry on the Rivian. <laughs> popped your thunder. Yeah. Uh, Lane's perspective is a little bit different than mine. I think I'm not. Lane expects to be comfortable in a car immediately. Yeah. And if he's I, not, I think I think a lot. I think the biggest. I expect the car's regen braking to be consistent. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with the Rivian, by far, is the throttle pedal itself. It and is the, and the, the th- throttle pedal is this long. I dude. compared to the th- I compared the throttle pedal throw today because I, I came row. Like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the travel of the throttle you. pedal in the Rivian is about two x the F250 Super Duty. Yeah. I'm not joking. Mm, it's weird. crazy. Like that's it, not adjustable. Does like it the, feel the, like no? Does it like from from? Does it feel like it's linear, this, Ollie, or does it feel like the first half so is horrible. dead? No, or? It's, it's, okay. The first part is relative. dead. Then it's a little jumpy, and then it's pretty linear. <laughs> so but it has like a horrible. bunch of different personalities. It's really horrible. Horrible. But also, Tip if you're so, for example, Ollie is pretty short. If you're yeah. like Ollie, and even like the way I am, if you're like comfortable, and then you're like, oh, I have to press the gas all the way. You actually so you lift your heel off of the carpet so what happens is you lift your heel off the carpet you accelerate the car pushes you back into the seat your <laughs> foot comes off the pedal <laughs> and you go forward yeah. and then your you foot goes the on the pedal yeah. and you get this like little oscillation yeah, every that's single not great. fucking time and if any Rivian engineers are listening including Friends that I have there, go fuck yourself. By the way, your e throttle, dude. How like that's you can easy. just remap the throttle be, and put a new throttle stop and put a put it. a limiter on the thing. Done. Yeah, put a stop yeah, just on put it. A yeah. Stop. Yeah. I would say every single time I get in the car, I am so frustrated with the throttle. It's pedal. funny, but I think it's your height too, because I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. It's not like I notice it, but I'm not bothered by it. But so I'm bothered you, by other stuff. Do you think this is uh, just 
your car or are they all no, like no we've driven i've driven three four. or four i've driven four i've driven, driven three, three. Right? yeah um, they're, it's all the same oh, i've driven four yeah. damn they all have that problem it's yeah the, there is not a problem it's, it's just or i mean it sounds is like a problem. problem i mean that's it's, not a good design it's the way they are yeah, yeah. and and you know this one is better than the one i originally drove that all the and i yeah. drove uh it's better not not in that not in the distance but in the uh the touchiness the sort of mapping because it the, with the first one i ever drove it had no th- you'd like go a half Huge inch on spot. the throttle dead and then it would be like this like lurch because it would be like yeah. an on off switch this one's a little more progressive yeah. in that part there's still like a little bit of dead but uh it's more you can be a little more progressive and smooth with it and there's probably yeah. I, I will i will attempt to defend the decision to put a throttle pedal like this in this vehicle because there's probably one like super narrow-minded engineer that wants like infinite throttle modulation because it's the ultimate four by four, and you want to be able to like different but, modes. But and like stuff. that's the point one percent of the time using right. it. Like just make that make the sensitivity go up and change the throttle curve. Like I don't even think it has mode sen- mode dependent throttle curves. So, and so it, it's. Yeah, I, I really, really dislike the throttle pedal, and I've already. But you love the rest of the car. I, lo- I other than the throttle pedal, the it's car. great. So what about the minor aspect play. of yeah, a car? Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, wouldn't yeah, that be no a part flies. like a supplier part that other manufacturers use? Why do they have such a weird it's, pedal? So they probably use some. The thing is, the it's part is off the, the shelf unit, but the you part could isn't the problem. It's how it's tuned. But no, but, you were saying that. Yeah, but the, that, you, yeah. Could, so you could just you could mechanically build a 2X to a Ford. So how yeah. do you all of a sudden mechanically change? You mechanically the limit the throttle. Right, right. You just travel. put a limiter yeah. in the throttle yeah. Yeah, mechanism yeah. itself to limit the throw. But what? So what it is is that you know they're a startup. They're having a hard time getting components, and they probably they probably had one or two throttle supply or throttle yeah. pedal suppliers yeah. that they could use and and they just chose whatever you know whatever geometrically fit the best uh and and you know and i don't blame them i think honestly this is a software fix away from being a non-issue um so i think they i think they're looking at the throttle pedals simply as like a potentiometer yep. and they're not treating treating it as a kind of a, a rate this is way too in the weeds but they're not they're not looking at the throttle rate they're looking at throttle position and if you look at throttle rate and then you couple that with throttle position you'll get a lot more natural inputs into the throttle because then you can kind of build some filters around how fast somebody is pushing or how slow somebody's pushing because there's even times where i'm sitting in traffic where i'll go over like a pothole or an undulation and my body moving in the seat makes the throttle kind right. of go in and out I've and it's like the that. most annoying thing in the world uh, GM trucks, like the new ones, have a really soft throttle pedal, and the same thing you over bumps. And I yeah. think if you're not used to it, it you can definitely get that. Like, yeah, because there's no intelligence in that in that wobble. throttle algorithm. That's not great. It's not great. Otherwise, good yeah. car. Otherwise, I love the car. Okay, everything about it. Other, well, other than no that, car and the, the regen yeah, braking no, no and the car play. Yeah, no car play is annoying. Regen, I've never had a problem with. Well, I think Lane's problem was because he was at maximum state of charge. Your bullshit! It was fifty percent. I told you that, <laughs> and it wasn't going. De- it was going from Santa Cruz to work. See, I charged at work the day before. It's definitely an issue, dude. Well, actually, like, and, and all our, of a sudden have our, no regen yeah, breaking. If it has our friend that, Marvin, three times in a 
for. And then, by the way, our friend Marvin got one of these. He got an SUV. His wife Emily was like, "Oh, it's a feature." And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, have you noticed that happens?" She's like, "Yeah, I did notice that happens, but I just thought it was like trying to help me or something." (laughs) And I'm like, "What?" And Marvin's like, "Wait, that's not right." I wonder if it's trying to coast or something like that. The car is just telling her how to drive, and she's cool with it. She's like, "Oh, I guess we're doing this now." Yeah. So, so to expect a certain amount of braking, yeah, not have that switching it off is a very is a like randomly throughout your your trip is 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 not good i mean i understand like when you start the car and it's at a full charge to say hey you have less regen braking right now because of your state of charge that makes sense and and you're starting off that way but to have it randomly all of a sudden you're like you're like wait what the fuck and then you look and it says oh your regen braking has been like disabled or whatever i'm like that's not right because that is like driving a car and going to press the brakes and being like, oh shit, my brake pedal is all soft. Like, my, like my all yeah. my fluid. Like my, now my brake pedal is all the way at the floor. It's like driving with a clutch in. Any inconsistency is bad. Yeah. Inconsistency yeah. is just yeah. bad in anything. <clears throat> yes. So, anyways, that's my that's my main issue. Powertrain, my other issues with the Rivian were all things that I think would be fine if it was your car and whatever. Yeah. And I think they're all software fixes away from being fine, yep. which is what we said originally, yep. but they definitely need CarPlay. These companies that think they can like do it better than CarPlay, like Tesla and it must be Rivian. A, and it must be a, a cost. There's like a licensing. Exactly. It's going to be a lot of money and then you have to go through them. And yeah, it's probably da, da, da. some it probably like I, crazy, like Polestar 50 million to sign when up. When I for bought it. my Polestar, it yeah. didn't have our Apple CarPlay. It got it like, Six months after I bought it, or four months. Over the air? Yeah, so it it got it, but like they had, they were like promising it for like two. It took two years. Yeah, yeah. They said it's coming soon. It's coming soon. It's the biggest no brainer to me. Why even take on the responsibility of trying to come up with a better interface? Yeah, it's, it would like, be. I mean, I think for but, Tesla, it started because CarPlay didn't exist when right. they started, and it's and just such you know, there's a big that, team, and like yeah. it's just working and all of this stuff, but. At the same time, CarPlay just needs to be integrated into everything. I saw Warren shared it, and you guys have probably already saw it before that or too. But Hyundai's pledge to keeping hard buttons. Thank you, Sick. Lord. Yeah, it's Do pretty it. good because I I think someone like coming out and saying that and saying like For we safety. think it's unsafe yeah. to have cert- a lot of aspects of the car having to go through menus to change yeah, I agree. important items like on the road. And I think that's like I think them job, saying Monday. that is. Is gonna really make it. We're like, oh yeah, it is unsafe. Like we need to not do this. You yeah, know, every comment, other. I just looked at it briefly. It was on the drive. Yeah. It was just all like, amen, thank God, finally. Yeah. You know, just yeah. everyone yeah. wants. I that. hope other companies follow suit. And Mazda does a really good job of it. They don't. They, do. they don't tout it. Volkswagen was doing great yeah. until this new iteration. Yep. And hopefully they'll go back. And, Same with Porsche. Up and until nine nine two. Yeah, now it's haptic, right? Cadillac's yeah. coming back. They mix, had that Q yeah. system, oh. and now they've got like decent. Um, Honda was good. Honda was good too. Like, but they were bad last year. Remember, they had the swipe, the the first the oh the last God, Type R yeah. I drove, for the volume it had this like swiper thing, oh and it was haptic, and you had to like and you so stupid, so horrible. Bad. Yeah, it's very easy. Fan speed, volume, just leave yeah, it yeah. Yep. Uh, any other updates or anything before we get to trivia? Got a new transmission for my Escort. Cool no, story, not dude. for your escort. I mean, for my 2002. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, we just like talked about his transmission yeah. escort for an hour. Uh, yeah, finally putting a, a proper heavy duty built transmission in the 2002, so I can stop blowing that part of it up. Did you send yours out, or did yeah, you buy no, one? I bought. I found a junkyard transmission, and then I sent it to Metric Mechanic. Oh, okay. 
and then they went through uh welded and reinforced the bell housing and the the transmission case they put in the s14 phase sensors um i love those things and then i don't i don't like those things at all uh and so that transmission is going in in a couple of weeks and then uh just today um shout out to tyler from canapa kicked off the harness for the motec conversion for my 2002 so we're going to oh. go full motec standalone ecu uh on that on that engine just nice. because the drivability sucks with the stock ecu really I yeah mid thing ripped it's fast as hell but part throttle is still kind of sputtery sometimes oh. and and i can't run the carbon air box and a bunch of other stuff because it's on that really it's on a mustang mass airflow sensor with the miller setup oh. it's just not great is that going to fix the brakes too <laughs> probably not not yet the brakes I have, doesn't fix i the have brakes. a whole i have a whole different so uh some friends over at race factory are going to help me with the brakes and we're probably just going to do a full tilt and pedal box and nice because i thought the brakes were the biggest thing with your car i thought yeah, everything the brakes, else felt fun the it just felt old like if it was like dude, an old tilt car, and pedal yeah. box would be really cool yeah, yeah. so rad cool uh, i got the m3 out for about 50 miles on friday had lunch with Nick. Sick. I went up the coast and uh, a couple little updates I post on Instagram, but got a touch up uh, paint kit, which came from like Turkey. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. BMW doesn't make one? Mm-mm. Not for this color anymore. What? Yeah. I yeah. call shenanigans. Oh, uh, well. What parts guy did you call? I, my searching didn't, did, didn't reveal one easily. Did you call Mike Hayworth? He doesn't work, he doesn't work there anymore. What? Yeah. yeah. You didn't inform me of this. Mm, that was been a couple of years, maybe a yeah. year or something. Anyways, um, shout out. It's it was good. Yeah, it was, there was shouts the right, out should be on the drinking game too. The right color, but you know the the bumper has been repainted at least once before, and the car's notoriously hard to match, especially as it fades a little bit. But for touch up, it's all good. It looks way better. You know, it's Them a the car mirrors, huh? Ten ten footer. Do you guys remember the the yellow Corrados and how fast the mirrors on the yellow Corrados yeah. would fade? Yeah, they're so. What was up with that? I don't know, but it was like, dude, you just got this car like six months ago. Yeah, yeah. like my mirrors are faded and they have a little spot that needs touching up. I'm not even gonna do it because it would be so bright. What even happened to all the yellow Corrados, dude? What happened to Corrados? They, 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 Corrados they mostly went away from time to time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, silver yeah. one. Seldom. That silver <laughs> one. Was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, what else? Uh, new fog lights, which is really easy on those cars it's like a little tab that just pops the whole thing out yeah pop it back in and they're glass glass yeah and then you put little you you get film to put on it or something Nah, i'm just rocking dirty and they're not tempered no not tempered you Mm. gotta put you gotta put some dangerous as ice yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. clear bra yeah 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 yeah. but i need so little of it do they sell just like one no you can buy yeah Uh, i think you get like a yeah you get like a one by one i have a i have some at work yeah i need that um, I'm trying to think of anything else major. Oh, I put that battery hole down that you had ordered. Way bien. Little stuff like that. So, but it was nice to get it out. I feel like this winter has been so brutal that it sounds no. silly, but it's been crappy for Dude, fun cars. Yeah, I have. Oh yeah, I've like this owned is like the, how box. the rest of the country. Lives, I know. Though. I know. It's crazy, right? I I feel like I've owned the however long I've owned the box there yeah. since like right before the, the rally. last rally. It has just been raining the whole time. I know. Like, it's rare I have a chance to get it out. Oh, I went to Capitola, Capitola Cars and Coffee last weekend. Is that your, are you an old man now? I, yeah, we're at Cars and Coffee, dude. With our, oh, our boy Philip. Yeah. My boy Philip. Philip. I meet Philip there. I know he's there every time. Oh, man. <laughs> so, us old men hang out. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. I, well, it's one of those ones. It's like every Saturday. By the way, 
five, three years ago, you couldn't get Lane to go to this thing. No, I would you, go. I would oh, go all the time it. with you. Barely. And then if well, you barely. did, and if you did, you'd go. This is all muscle cars and stuff. It Last is. post is all amazing variety at the cars and coffee. There was a great variety. <laughs> Seems to be better, dude. There's Way there's better. probably fifteen Porsches. Oh damn, dude, we got amazing go. variety. It's <laughs> yeah. all Porsches no, I mean, now. I'm saying used to be, there used to be like one. Yeah, there used to be like the one red nine twelve, and there'd be the Cadillac with a Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, cut out. I, no, and there still is that whole corner. The whole and the whole Marvin so- the and whole scene. Hanging out, yeah. and he, he has a he has a chair, and the, yeah. he's like holding court and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely a whole thing. But yeah. uh, there was like some good variety for sure. There was like two forty Zs. There was like mm-hmm. there was some cool stuff. I mean, it's gotten better. Um, but anyways, it, it's like one of those things. It's such a cheap. It's such like a. It's like a non-event, so it's so easy on a Saturday morning. Kids aren't really up yet. No one's really up. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm an old man lane. No, they're all asleep in bed. And I'm like, I'm going to go to Cars and Coffee. You take the Alpha? I took the Alpha once. I took the... I've been like three times this year, whatever that you know. Yeah. So I took the nine eleven once, I took the Alpha once, and I took the Boxer last nice. week. And I park way off to the side, yeah, yeah. so I like can easy exit. But I and I never stay for more than like thirty minutes. It's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Okay, and you went to a Cars and Coffee in the rain. Yeah, I went to Porsche. two. There was a Porsche one. Put one put on by Porsche Stevens Creek and Alexander Steakhouse. It was exactly what you would expect. A okay. bunch of people with modern Porsches standing around. Asking what options they ordered. Sick. Um, cool. I should bring the box there. Mm, like, what yeah, color? What yeah, color yeah, are your seatbelts? Hello, guys. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after that, we went to Autovino because they were doing like a cars and cabaret, cabernet or something. Cabaret would be pretty Fucking sweet. Bullshit or something. Cabaret. <laughs> the there were Richard Chen actually came out, um, and there was a really rad S six hundred Honda there. Mm. Um, just freshly restored, but all original. Uh, Those are cool. I saw Richard Chan brought the Subaru SVX. Yep. Two green flat six cars next to each other. It had <laughs> nothing to do with each other. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's his post. Um, and then uh, I saw that one super nice uh, trailer special uh, oh. 454 Silverado. Unbelievable. Dude, C10. That thing is original owner. Like, it looked like things got like 30,000 miles that's on like it. the like, camping wall awesome just it was a dream it was my dream cool. car like it was, <laughs> i much. was like oh my god it had everything all the little so what what, what was the the special edition about it had a badge right it was it was called here yeah because i they uh, they got so fancy with all that and stuff. it had the like, rad period correct camper shell like yeah. glass right or one of those and it was like extended kind of dude it was all way. like modified in, or built in period with the right parts and all of this stuff i'm this trying to find. probably like a 75 or something what it was called the trailering special Ten thousand pound gcw with like this be- uh glass light top uh so it was actually a vancouver car so this company glass light is in winnipeg glass light dude it is it's so rad. That's great. Giant dive plane bumpers, like a little fog um, lights and stuff. Yeah. Super cool truck. Yeah. Those are amazing. Um, there's some cool trucks on Craigslist right now, actually. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> secret, secret time. Cool, man. Uh, ready for some trivia? Yeah. Nick, you got anything? Any uh, updates you want to add? Okay. Just status checking the wife and babies. <laughs> Yeah, bedtime, bedtime situation. Just got a request to buy some children's <laughs> Tylenol on the way home. Uh, <laughs> so that's about to at happen. Least they're, at least they're uh, available. You should be like, yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, I can't make it over back home tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in a hotel here. 
<laughs> Dream in. Um, I wanted to say shout out to people that might want to come to some Radwoods coming up. Shouts out. I don't know if this will come out before Charlotte, but April 1st, Charlotte, uh, Hendrick Motorsports. It will. Um, some NASCARs. Are you going to get to do a tour? Coming out, oh yeah. Their facility is incredible. Have you been? I have not. I've heard oh. so many stories. It's open for the public during yeah. it. We right? were selling tour tickets. Yes, they yeah. go to charity, but yeah. uh, you can tour the engine shop and the heritage center. And the right. um, gift shop will be open as well. That's right. Gift shop's yeah. open. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a very, talking to that team and working on this event, it's very easy to forget how big of a deal that is. That yeah. is, we aren't in that world of NASCAR, but that people that live in North Carolina and in in that area, that is just... It's everything. It's everything. In fact, there's a mall like down the street from them, and the mall has like a rad go-kart track. It's just like a attraction yeah. that we would have, I don't know, a mini golf. So course. I would like, recommend that you reach out to, or I can, uh, BMW CCA. Mm-hmm. They have a museum that's there. Oh, yeah, they're in... They have some... That's in... Uh, Spartanburg. That's in Spartanburg. Spartanburg. Greenville. Spartanburg. Oh, right, right, right. Greenville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right, yeah, right you're right. There, right. Yeah. yeah, right. No, that's like Is that far? Yeah, I think it's like over an hour. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you want any cool BMWs, they may be able to pull something out of their collection and bring it to Radwood. That would have been useful. It's not too far well, to bring some, some vehicles. Yeah. yeah, we have some cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's always interesting to see what comes out of to these shows because their idea of Radwood is totally different yep. from what we think There's about. There's like a huge BMW contingent out there as well. Yep. A lot of JDM too, which is weird. Yeah. Like Austin has the most JDM, and you'd think it'd be trucks and stuff. And we get very few trucks, and then like a ton of weird JDM because yeah. of smog laws and stuff. So, anyways, uh, Charlotte, April first, uh, Austin, Texas, at Coda, April 29th. And I think we already have a couple of listeners and friends coming to that, like John Greco and some peeps, Boss Hog, DJing on the ones and twos, um, and then Philadelphia. Wait, where is Boss Hog? He moved to San Antonio. Oh, really? Okay. I was like, he was one of those guys that was like, Seattle's a pile of shit. Oh, really? So anyways, Hmm. I'll be in Texas. But, uh, and then, uh, Philadelphia, June 10th, come on out and more shows on Mm radwood.com. It's trivia time. Mm -hmm. Ali, could you do the honors? Nope. Did it last time. Thanks, Ali. I was, I appreciate you. That was really good, Ali. Really nice. That was actually Nick. Nailed it. I'm giving him the credit. <laughs> uh, between 2006 and 2009, Mitsubishi produced a truck called the Raider. What was it based on? Lane's looking at his phone, cheating, obviously. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm, my mom the, is spending it at my house tonight because she can't get oh, to her house. Shoot. Oh, Ugh. yeah. Up nine. Montero. Uh, what what were the dates between what 2006 and 2009 Mitsubishi produced a truck called the Raider. Uh, what Ali, was it based on? Ali it Ali is. gave my answer. It's not the Montero though. It's the fucking Oh, it's the, the big station wagon Mitsubishi the, that they the, had at the time, the, the Pajaro or something like that. Nick saying words, I don't know. That's yeah, fine. Pajaro. He's pa- saying Pajero. Pajero. You're saying I, I think it's the Diamante that whatever that bigger Oh, they did a Diamante uh, wagon. wagon that they had, it mm. was based off of that, I think. I don't know. Lane's <laughs> just giving up. He's like, fuck Mitsubishi. Uh, I don't know. No ideas? It's actually, no, it's a something Suzy weird. It's, I think it's a Dodge, Mitsubishi. actually. It's a Dodge oh, it truck. could be a Dodge. I think it's oh, a Dodge it is Dodge. Truck. I think it's a Dodge truck. 
I remember because yeah. we were like, we were about to get a free Mitsubishi Raider when we were building the. <laughs> what? Yeah, when we were sponsored by Wait, Mitsubishi. Wait, what year for is the this one? Evo Time Attack car in like 2000. 2000- oh, it's definitely the Dodge. It's a Dodge. You're going to get a Dodge Raider? They were going to give us one as our tow vehicle for the Time Attack car. Yeah. Yeah. It's Dodge. the it's the Dodge uh, the little Dodge truck. Yeah, yeah. the the uh, yeah, Dakota. Yeah, Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, Dodge. Dakota. We got there. Folks. You got. We crowdsourced the answer, but I'll take all the credit. <laughs> no, right. you should get all the credit. Um, this uh, Dodge Dakota slash Mitsubishi Raider was the follow up to what vehicle? The Dodge Ram. No. No. I mean, sorry, the uh, Mitsubishi. Your little stupid thing. Mighty crap. <laughs> Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Yeah. Mighty Max. Yeah. Dodge D fifty. The mightiest. Yeah, they had to fill the gap with something. Yeah, yeah. Have, have after you, the, the huge hole that was left behind after the Mighty Max was. Have you out. heard and about your Mighty Max? What's the latest? Sold it, gave it to my gardener, landscaper. He took it to a mechanic, and they're like, "Yeah, it's going to take X, Y, and Z to make it good." He, he donated. He it. sold it to his nephew. Yeah, who his nephew is a fan of DWA. I think he lives in the Central Valley somewhere. Hit us up on Instagram. I was like, I can't believe it. Now I own this amazing DWA Mighty Max. With the and McLaren that's, sticker. It's the last I've heard. Okay. All right. Uh, annual sales for the Raider were started off in 2000, late 2005 with 2,700 units, 7,000 each year. Kind of trickled down at the end there. It Last year of production was 2010 technically. How many Mitsubishi Raiders did they sell in the year 2010? Dude, I bet those things didn't sell worth 372. Damn. 372. So in 2009, they sold 1188. Oh, that's probably really good. But I'm going to say, like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I like that number, dude. You said 372. I'm going to go, un- I'm going to take the under. I'm going to say 164. That's I guess I got to go over. I'm going to go 420. You said how many? 372. The answer is three. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's right. Oh, Nobody's man. right. Three. No. Three. How does that neither even is a happen? Three. They just Damn. made three. They just had three leftover cards. It must have been three leftover any, cards. Any yeah. other trivia? That's all I got. All right. This week. Um, hmm. I want to give a shout out to. Oh, shouts out. I can't find the email. Shoot. And I forgot his name. Cool, dude. dude. Right, is it, uh, <laughs> is it Ryan Durbin? Darby? Durbin? Derby. He got a Polestar too, and his wife, oh, like. Yeah. His wife sent us that email. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. Shoot, dude. Let me find it. One second. This is great. This is, this is good amazing podcast. radio. Yeah. Oh, whatever, dude. Like you're he didn't have any time radio. to look at it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I just thought about it. Elizabeth Dur- Durbin wrote us a letter, and it's uh, first time writer, zero time listener. Did you not get that? <laughs> I don't. I've, I've been bad about that's the title. First time writer, a, zero time listener. It's a strong title. I'm going to read it. She goes, Lane Art and Warren. I wanted to send you a quick note of appreciation for resolving a recent marital conflict of mine. My husband is a huge fan of your show and listens to every episode. He has been planning on adding a Polestar to his fleet of vehicles for some time, largely because of you all. Thanks, Lane and was planning on getting a vanity plate for it. Upon hearing this, I protested the the idea directly and intensely. I took to pointing out every terrible vanity plate I saw on the road, but didn't feel I was making any appreciable progress in changing his mind about this terrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) In come you all. 
who apparently spent a portion of a recent episode educating your listeners as to why <laughs> vanity plates are terrible. Upon hearing your reflections, his mind was immediately changed, <laughs> crisis averted. I've never listened to your show, but I feel indebted to you all. Thank you for being out there, doing the Lord's work to protect people from looking absolutely not awesome in their vehicles. Best, Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. Wow. You so, are so Notice she smart. didn't say she plans on tuning in at any time. No, she's like, why would she? No, no, I, definitely I will she, never I listen. Hope she never does. She'll never hear this, but her husband will, and yeah. uh, he will know that he chose wisely when he chose yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. That's all there is to it. Yep. That's a podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Adios. Ali, thanks for joining us. Arrivederci. Since Art's not here, I got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <this is> sleepyhead. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. Bon voyage. Bye. See ya.